0: you are now listening to the best best friends podcast in the
1: world
2: are winding down uh things are things are looking up for the cast i guess um yeah i don't know i don't know what else to say i'm getting like i, I feel like the quarantine and not having dan here is just like my intros are going just slowly downhill
0: they're getting to be honest i think the break has been good after the last episode i feel like (laughs) i feel like some time off from you tom has um you need to recharge the old batteries this helped me to uh to heal some wounds Mm. you would say
2: you need to forget about damn (sighs) stains. so this is the best best friends podcast in the world uh it is the cindy crawford approved podcast of barley hops and friendship uh, I am your host Tom, aka Young Murder Death Kill,
0: and I guess I'm back this week. I'm Dan, the other host.
2: I told despite you, you my, get two weeks despite notice. my better
0: judgment, despite my better judgment, I came back. <laughs> I came back for another week. I'm giving Tom another chance.
2: Oh yeah, no, it was a mistake for you to come back. All right. So we're joined this week by, uh, a buddy of ours, uh, from back in the day. Um, he is a home brewer, um, from Volstead brewing. Uh, he is, I guess, Volstead brew brewings brewmaster, Dave Mitchell.
3: What's going on, fellas.
2: How you doing, Dave?
3: Uh, I hanging in there. Can't complain. Living the dream. If you can call it
2: that. (laughs) How's, uh, how's quarantine been treating you, man?
3: Uh, my wife and I have been lucky enough to keep working. So I can't really complain.
0: I see your quarantine hair has, uh, has left unchanged.
3: (laughs) It's the only thing I've been able to control. You know, you're,
0: you're the only, you're the only one on this podcast that has been able to control their hair. Well, yeah, the worst it's gotten
3: is maybe like a quarter inch. You'd be able to see like just the right. fade on the side.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started to see it, it started to come in. You got to get back on that. I could see the horseshoe a little bit. It started I, to come out.
2: I got to call my barber. At, <laughs> your, your Amazon Prime for your Bic razors has been delayed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you'll get them in three to five business days versus the 24 hour turnaround. <laughs>
2: Oh man. All right. Well, we're back again. Uh, episode 18. Um, man, I don't, I don't even know what we're doing anymore. Uh, you know, things are starting to get lifted. Uh, oh. You know, I, th- I feel like
0: are- you're getting uh, you're getting a little excited about that, Tom. You like that? You sent me that text, and you're like, "When can we get back in the studio again?"
2: I mean, that's all I'm living for at this point is just <laughs> waiting for. You're you just waiting for across- me to walk. Yeah, be door. across the desk from me. Um, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be different. It's gonna be a big change because we've done I don't know how many. Uh, has it been two months? I don't even know. Time has ceased to exist anymore for me.
0: It's, it's almost three months I'd say. Yeah. I think, I think we started like mid March, like remote. So,
2: um, yeah, so it's going to be, it's definitely going to be a change having you back in here. I mean, a change for the positive. Um, but I think what, you know, it's going to be Dan and I for a little bit and then, um, we'll still do Skype calls with guests. And, uh, you know, that's the one positive that I, I think we can take from this whole quarantine is that we set up the, our, our video call capabilities. So now it gives us the opportunity to have a wider range of guests rather than just the ones in Chester County.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to come to pot sound to a podcast with us?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Not very appealing.
0: We don't lead with Potsdam. We're usually like, "Hey, you want to come do a podcast with us?" We we get them on the hook, and then we say, "Yeah, it's uh, we record in Potsdam," and then that's where like you start seeing those three dots in the text message, <laughs> and, they and they keep it disappearing, keep, and, and, and they just keep disappearing and reappearing, and then disappearing and then reappearing.
2: Well, we say we say uh, we, you know, we record in Chester County, and then they're like, "Oh, okay, we're at," and we're like, "Oh, well, you know, it's it's like it's still Chester County, but it's on the Montgomery County line," and they're like. Oh, I get O&J Roberts
0: School District. We just say, "Oh, it's OJ Roberts School." Oh, that's a nice area. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's just it's just right there on the edge of Montgomery County. Wait, what are you talking? Yeah, we're talking Potsdam. Yeah,
2: we're starting to reveal more and more, and then I'm going to start getting letter bombs. <laughs> um. Ah. So, Dave, how has uh has how has quarantine affected your your home brewing?
3: Uh, it hasn't affected in a bad way i've actually been brewing more than i had in the past
2: because i've had more time to do it yeah what have you like has there been like any like big takeaways from the fact that you're brewing more like have you been like i don't know like i feel like if i was home brewing like i'd be like looking at different recipes um i I don't know studying up on on you know what people are releasing uh like i know you're gonna we're gonna be doing a a beer one of your beers later that's a a recipe from a pretty big uh brewery um
3: i've been actually focusing on more of my own creations because i'm trying to hone in on i guess you want to call them flagship beers for when i eventually try to go live um but, you know, being able to work at a malt house part-time has, has given me the opportunity to really mess around with some cool stuff. Like I just made a a, a farmhouse ale with buckwheat, which you wouldn't think would be in a beer, oh, which really is, cool. yeah, it's pretty interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, that, yeah, that is pretty interesting. So is the, is the malt house, and I'm like, we're, we'll get into it later. Are they yeah. open right now?
3: We are open. Um, they've there's not a lot of like curbside pickup. We've been doing more farmer's markets and uh, pre-order only for the farmer's markets. And that's how we've been getting our stuff out unless the breweries want a bulk sale, but outside that, that's
2: yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, yeah. I mean like, uh, so what, what else that like, is there anything else that you've been like experimenting with or like, are you looking into getting into more like experimentation with like, with what kind of beers you're, you're going to be brewing?
3: Um, I have a good idea of what I want to be doing. It's more coming down to what, you know, the nitty gritty stuff that kind of can be a little boring. Like what hop combinations pair well together in different styles of beer or what malt, can enhance the flavors of like a Pilsner or, or a Helles lager, nothing out of the ordinary.
0: So you're just trying to like really hone in on like that signature, that signature taste for your flagship to kind of yeah. get that, get that um the ball rolling on eventually establishing the actual brewery itself.
3: Yeah. I, I I try to find a base recipe for like IPAs. I like to mess around with a specific malt bill. I don't know if a lot of people, know what that is or i might be completely
0: oh uh, no go ahead and explain it uh, yeah. like I, I always say it on every episode we're not experts we yeah. bring the experts in we are fans of craft beer so we are all ears when like you want to describe stuff like this
3: <laughs> yeah i i tried i try to keep it i try to keep it easy to understand so my wife tells me that i could not her to sleep if i talk about beer the way i <laughs> normally talk about it so um I like to have a very complex flavor profile in my beers. And I think a lot of breweries don't really utilize them like they can.
2: Now you're talking, you're talking my language with the complexity.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that's like Tom's number one word when he's describing beers, when we do our beer review, every, everything's got to have a certain amount of complexity and he, and he finds it.
3: I mean, cause if you, th- if you think about it, when you buy a bunch of, like, if you go to Treehouse or tired hands and you buy a huge lot of beer for yourself, the flavor profile of the beer is going to change and hops, I give it like a three month window. It's when the IPA start to drop off. And if it doesn't have like a nice blend of malt, it's going to be really bland. There's really not going to be much there and it's not going to be interesting to drink. And so I kind of, try to play to that so at least there's something there if they have my beer and it's older.
0: So you're like more so, more so like not experimenting but like working on your strategy.
3: Exactly, yeah. That's Got a bad, it. I guess a better way to put it.
2: Um and you brought up something that like I I never really thought about until we had uh we'd Ethan Buckman the uh the brewmaster from Stickman on our podcast and uh name drop. Yeah, well, yeah, there's that and you know if if you Whoever is listening to this, if you haven't gone back and listened to the, the episode with Ethan, he's just a great episode. Yeah. He's just a wealth of knowledge. And if you like craft beer, go do yourself a favor and go listen to that episode because he just completely like gave us a whole lesson on, on brewing beer. Um, Yeah.
0: You're, you're doing us a, you're doing us a disservice if you're just watching our squirt videos, like (laughs) you you definitely want to, you definitely want to go back and, uh, you know listen to that one
2: it was a good one. Oh yeah but the the thing that i took away from that was he always talked about uh building a base or like building off of a base like get a good base recipe and then building off of that and i was like oh yeah like i just figured guys got like all right i did a recipe for uh you know sensible portions and that's it and then uh and then like you have like uh like fruit, you want to do something with like a fruited beer, and you you build that. But it's like, oh no, that fruited beer is built off of the base of another beer, and it's you're, yeah. you're naming it something different. Like it's just, I, I didn't even think about that before. You can yeah, just go off into so many tangents. Yeah.
3: That's the one thing that I was taught when I first got into the hobby. Like the owner of Root Down used to own the homebrew shop in Downingtown, where I started going. Okay. Uh, seven, eight years ago. And he said, don't, he's like, find a good base recipe, build a good base recipe before you go crazy with adding fruits or anything else like that. Because if the base isn't there and you mess up the fruit, you're, that beer's not even going to be drinkable for you. So I've always tried to live by that.
0: That's, that's, you know, wise words, especially. And they're yeah. a great brewery, too. So they one. have a yeah. good base yeah. yeah their their ipa like their base ipa is like it's one of my favorite in the area because it's like an old school ipa and that's what i like about it
3: um, well, it's delicious
0: yeah exactly i knew you'd know exactly what i was talking about
3: <laughs> uh, i was a bar back there when they first opened so when they first released buying i fell in love with it right away
2: yeah it's a it's a nice ipa yeah yeah for sure um you guys getting thirsty at all oh yeah. i'm getting thirsty all right cool let's uh we'll crack these beers um i'm gonna grab mine and then but before we crack our beers like we do on every episode uh, i need yeah to tell.
0: every episode tom and we don't we don't forget to tell the guest about it
2: oh well no i do forget to tell the guests every episode about that um, i know i was trying to cover for you tom <laughs> it. um but we what we also do every episode is uh, we tell you to go and visit our untapped. We are on untapped. And if you don't know what untapped is, untapped is a social media app that is based around beer, not just craft beer. It can be any beer. If you want to rate a uh, if you want to rate a Bud Heavy, you can go ahead and rate a Bud Heavy. You um, rated a last episode. We did. And we rated it highly because Gansett is awesome. Yes. Um, so you can, uh, you know, download iOS, Android, whatever. Um, uh, Palm Pilot, whatever you have. Uh, Blackberry. Yeah, Blackberry. You can download uh, the untapped app and uh, you can follow us. Uh, on untapped uh you can follow uh, our beer ratings what beers we've drank on uh previous episodes what we rated them um you know dan dan keeps up with that pretty regularly uh and you can follow us on untapped at uh our handle at best best friends pod that is at best best friends p-o-d um (laughs) And then Dan <laughs> told you, you'd see it, Dave, <laughs> Dan, will get into our, uh, our, our breakdown of uh, the beer we're going to be drinking today. Yeah. Um, another one, uh, kind of a first for the
0: podcast here in terms of beer styles, we're doing the, uh, farmhouse pills by Locust Lane craft brewery, uh, Locust Lane out of Malvern, Pennsylvania. Uh, so I was reading the, uh, description that, uh, Tom had sent me about this from untapped. Um, and the first sentence was pretty interesting saying, uh, when our head brewer receives a beer recipe from a Bavarian hop farmer, I was like, all right, pretty cool. Uh, so it looks like it's a farmhouse Pilsner stacked with large amount of, uh, I'm going to call to my buddy over there, Dave, because he works at a mall house. I think this is Tetnang hops. Is that how I say it?
3: Yeah. Tet-nang, tetnanger. tetananger.
0: I like it. Tetnang hops providing a noble spice backbone while emitting mild fruit and earthy flavors to please the palate. Let's not forget to mention that we dry hop this Pilsner to level up the flavor profile. Each sip is like a relaxing in a wheat field under a sunny German sky. So that was a nice little description. Yeah, and it's five percent alcohol by volume. So this is a lighter, a lighter body beer than what we're used to on the podcast. But we've been kind of going that direction. So uh, you guys ready to crack this?
2: Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, well, all, all right, all right We uh, we'll do a countdown here of uh, three, two, one. Oh yeah. Oh
0: man got the nice frosty mug for this one
2: yeah good uh right off the top uh a nice uh rem you know a very standard uh pillsy scent like scent yeah
0: yeah it had that yeah it kind of gave that nostalgia of like the classic pilsners oh
2: my look at that clarity
0: yeah this is a crispy one right here
2: and remember we learned from non-heinous last week clarity is king that's a good. <laughs> it absolutely that, is. That I learned. That's a good centrifuge that they have. Then, <laughs> yeah. All right, boys. Here's. Yeah, slancha. crust
0: Oh, that's nice. Hmm. Yeah. So, wow.
2: That is delicious. That, that is delicious. a. Uh, that is a, a delightful pills.
0: So I like that classic Pilsner taste with just a little bit of hop just at the end, mm, kind of. Yeah. And I'm an, I, I'm an IPA guy, so I'm tasting that. And it's, you know, I venture out to these other beers and this kind of brings me back home. So it gives me a little bit of the IPA nostalgia that I like, but giving me something a little lighter and a
2: little bit crispier. Yeah, this has a real nice hop bite at the end. Can really get that that tetanang hop bite.
3: It's a really, it's a hop, a, a favorite of mine that I really like. Yeah.
2: So, <clears throat> so this beer was a, uh, this was a Tom, a Tom choice here, um, because I'm slowly being consumed by the crispiness. Um, uh, I, I have been pretty much my whole life, I've been a stouty boy, uh, but, Ever since we started this podcast, it's slowly like, like the symbiote is, is consuming me.
0: You've been <laughs> transforming Tom before yes, my eyes.
2: I'm becoming a, like the, like the crispy venom. Uh,
0: <laughs>
2: I am just, it, it's stuff like this. I just, it, it's ever since, uh, and calling back again to our, our episode with Ethan, um, name drop. Yeah. We had a, a nice crispy lager and I was like, you know what? I'm just, now I'm riding that. I'm, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying, I'm chasing the dragon of that crispiness.
0: The more I'm drinking it, I'm getting that mild fruit as well. Um, being left on my palate with every kind of sip. So
2: it's a little citrusy, right?
0: Yeah. It's got so, just a little bit of sweetness left on my palate. So like, it's not a total like palate cleanse with every sip, um, that I've been getting a lot with these crispier beers, but i, I kind of like that and i do like the spicy kind of tetanang hop kind of aftertaste too
2: wait i don't remember the last time we had a beer with this kind of clarity to it
0: uh i knew, i mean mine's pretty frosty because i have yeah. a, I had a frosty mug but, but look at that Dave. i you
2: act- can see me through it
0: Oh, I know I can. I, uh, it's funny. I was, I was thinking about like what kind of glasses to have for this. And I was doing yard work today. I actually had Locust Lane on my t-shirt earlier while I was mowing because they did my brother-in-law's, um, uh, craft beer festival last year. And so I had like his craft beer festival glass for this because, yeah they were actually really cool dudes. They like handed out a bunch of stickers. Uh, they were awesome. They're like a really nice brewery. They're really nice people. They came all the way from Malvern up to Worcester to do a craft beer festival.
2: Yeah, man, they so, uh, the ordering was seamless on there. Um, they had a, a nice app to, to use, to order um, their order. What my order was ready About twenty minutes earlier than they said it was going to be ready. Um, That's nice. You know, nice curbside drop off. um, You know, everything about it's really nice. Well,
0: at least you had a good experience with uh, beer ordering this weekend.
2: Do you want to get into that now, or do you want to hold off on that little? Let it uh, (laughs) let it simmer. Well, let simmer. Let 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 it fester.
0: Let's just say, like, thank thank God, there are places like Stickman and Rebel Hill close to me that provide probably the most excellent like curbside ordering and plus with rebel hills delivery there it's would you it's, say, it's
2: great would you say that uh that the disdain for your ordering experience has been imprinted into your soul
0: i i will say that <laughs> it has left a significant imprint okay on my mind yes
3: i was gonna guess another brewery so this one
2: that threw me off <laughs> um, <laughs> you always did a spit take over there so I like your- <laughs> <laughs> um yeah now that uh i'm I, i've been searching for the perfect pilsner glass now that i'm uh now that the crispiness is consuming me and uh
0: i saw somebody has a pilsner glass over there dave are you drinking a pilsner glass
2: Yes, I am. There you That's go. what
0: I thought. I saw that. Yeah.
3: This is my buddy was out in Colorado and I told him if he goes to this brewery, he needs to bring me this glass back. And it's beautiful. It's a great glass.
0: I got a special glass for uh, one of your beers that I'm sending aside. But um, I've been trying to increase my my glassware collection. I feel like yeah. I need more. I need more glasses from places. So I've been I've been on the lookout.
3: I do that all the time, but I've had to purge glasses as I bring more home. I've got an entire shelf full downstairs of glasses and a cupboard full upstairs. So
0: (laughs) you should start like a, like a, like an eBay for like glasses. And then you'll just get to see my email come through.
2: (laughs) Just, just me bidding on your glasses. (laughs) I'll take that. Um, (laughs) just, so, uh, I, this is a first for me. Um, I mean, I did pick up extra beer when, when I went and picked up this beer for, uh, for Dan and I, um, but I, I've never, I haven't had Locust Lane before. Um, and I started seeing people post about uh, their beers and they looked really good. And um, um, I, it was a great experience. Um, I'm, I'm a sucker for can art and, uh, and the can art on this is like, this is Chester County.
0: Yeah. yeah i love Absolutely. their symbol too the locust lane keystone yeah it's so cool
2: yeah Um uh, speaking of glassware i i got really close to buying a another uh 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 Cizeron glass with their logo on it uh, Oh, they have the another big keystone Chiki? yeah and then they have the big uh the big logo like right off yeah. the front and center and then it's like dotted with the little logo all uh, yeah, all uh, over it's uh i may have to I, i'm gonna go back and buy more i'm glad beer.
0: you didn't text that to me i i, I probably would have been that extra shove you needed to get that glass yeah i would have been like buy that for me
2: so i'm i'm pleasantly surprised because um i think where dan and i differ a little bit is i feel like and, and i could be wrong on this but i feel like dan when you suggest beers it's kind of like you're looking for a beer that is almost not tried and true but like one that you've heard good things about or um you know one you've maybe had before one of your buddies has had before um where i'm finding i want to find like little smaller breweries that you're not seeing a lot about and uh my first one was that, uh, that Sterling pig, uh, um, yep. that yep. was not that great. Um, yeah. But this is one I, I would, I would call this a success. Uh, yeah. Tom, me at least. I, yeah. You, you did well. Yeah. This is a, um, that'll do, Tom. That'll do. <laughs> um, I, I'm really enjoying this. Uh, I, I've been searching for a good pills and, you know, the farmhouse style, uh, really got, uh, Got me going on this one. Um, I would like to hear what uh, what a uh, an up and coming brewmaster is uh, <laughs> thinks about this beer.
3: I, Go ahead, I and turn it out. <laughs> I, I was about to say I really do like this. I feel like um, their water. I, I don't think a lot of people really think of that when it comes to the beer, but the water profile probably fits this style of beer really well. It really accentuates the hop and not the hops, but the malt, and really it's just it's a very good beer like I'm pleasantly surprised I've had some of their beers before and they've been okay but I I really really do enjoy this beer
2: yeah we had I uh, I will agree with you on that yeah definitely go ahead Tom Well, I was gonna say we uh Dan and I both tried uh another beer from them and uh I mean it was uh, my description on untapped for it was good not great it was just it was yeah it's one of those beers that was it was like it's just there you know Um, I, I think, uh, my palate was a little bit different than, than Dan's wife because she,
0: she was head over heels for it. Yeah. She, she she really liked it, it,
2: huh? And, and she got a flavor profile out of it that I was looking for and didn't get,
0: I don't know Um, how she got it. Like maybe you and I both have the Corona and our taste buds are all thrown off. Maybe, but I mean, so. And interesting what uh, you just brought up, Dave, about this beer, the water profile on that other beer that we had, mm. I thought was, I felt like it was too watered. Like, I felt like it was a little bit like almost kind of, it tasted watered
3: down. I don't so know. To th- they would call that like a, th- that's a thin
2: now what is it is it because you're so used to the haze like the doubles and the imperials it's not
0: even just the haze but like i i do if i'm looking at an ipa i want a hot profile like i want i want that bite at the end so it was it was washed out of like my palate real quickly
2: so the beer that we're talking about is they did a a, an ipa that was brewed with highland orchard cider apple cider Mm, that'll do it. Yeah, so they didn't. It wasn't like a like an apple shandy. It was brewed actually brewed with the cider, so that very well could have watered it down a little more.
3: Cider. It, I mean, it could have given a cider like finish to it. Oh, I, yeah. There so was, there
0: wasn't like an acidic likeness to it that you would think would happen with cider. It was more like like you ever have like you ever have like the bland apple juice when you're in elementary school, when you got lunch, you know, like you had your elementary school lunch and you got that little like wax carton of like apple juice. Yeah. And it had, it had that apple profile to it for me. And, but like, I did like the hops, like the hops were at the front of the sip, which was interesting because I was like, Oh, hoppy. And then it was gone. It was like immediately out of my palate where I was like, Huh, I was enjoying that.
2: See, for me, for <laughs> me, it was just it just tasted like an IPA. Like I I got no tartness from the from the apple. And that's what I was really I was really looking for, like a crisp, like a, a, a like a freshness from the the apple in it. And I got. I just got IPA flavor.
0: I will say this. It was refreshing. Like it was yeah. a refreshing beer, but it just like for me, I, I like a, I like a complex hot profile when it comes to IPAs. Would you agree, Tom?
2: Yes. <laughs> the complexity, it consumes you. Um, so the one thing I was, uh, I, I was weary about with this beer is that if you look at Locust Lane's, uh, untapped and, as much as we as as much as we gas up untapped, it, it is you have to take everything with a grain of salt on there. Um, yeah. So uh, all of their ratings are sub four. Like all of their beers are pretty much sub four. The I think the brewery as a whole has like a three point three point six or something like that. Three point six, three point eight. Um, but this one was. Well, let me look at my notes. A four point one eight. 1. Four point one eight. So. It was uh
0: Oh, it's a four point one one now.
2: Oh, look, I have it live. Who did this? <laughs> who did that? Who did that to this beer? Show me your name. Um, uh, um it, no, it I, was
0: Pat B. <laughs>
2: hey, Pat B, suck a dick. Um, no, he. Yeah. What? <laughs>
0: or maybe it was Michael M. I don't know. I don't know.
2: Um, so, it Could be anybody. <laughs> so. Um, I, I was, I looked at that and I was like, Oh man, this is highly rated for this, uh, this brewery. Um, which it definitely leads to like, uh, I'm going to be disappointed by this because now I have, I have, a uh, I have a, uh, a certain expectation. you uh, gotta
0: take it with a grain of salt though. It's, it's untapped like, and that's the one thing that
2: yeah.
0: I look at those ratings. I look at like everyone and I've, I've been looking at my friends ratings now because we have friends who have, you know, they're up in the thousands in terms of their beers. So if I get a beer, I'm like, Oh wow. One of my friends has tried it. It's one of, you know, yeah. Our past guests.
2: <laughs> yeah. Granny's Emporium of Clitorium. We're looking at you. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've definitely, I, have definitely judged people off of the, like the ratings of certain beers. Like I look at it and I'm like, Oh man, you're being super pretentious on this. Yeah. Um, the 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 two people were talking about. Uh, they're, I feel like they're pretty they, they're pretty good raiders as far as beers yeah. go. You know, they're yeah, not. I
0: would say they're they're they make fair judgments, and yeah. I I agree on most of them. I would say like almost every single time uh, they have a description on Untapped, I'm like I, I feel that.
2: Honestly, so I, I I think they go the opposite. For me, they go the opposite of most uh, untapped raiders. Uh, I think yeah. they I think they usually rate beers a little. They tend to rate them a little higher than I would think they are. But you know, it it's you are just massaging
0: Zeppi's balls right now. You know, you know zeppie is just listening to this right now yeah. as you're just massaging his well. We took ball
2: him bag. We cook. We took him down a couple pegs in the in Schwank's episode. So need to <laughs> we need to bring him back up. We're, I'm really going to be like Kathy Bates him, in, uh, <laughs> and uh, and I'm going to make the reference, and I can't remember it. What was the the reference? Um,
0: is uh, it. it the one where he breaks the guy's legs yeah. or something? Yeah, I yeah, forget yeah. what that oh, is. Yeah, I
2: can't remember the name. Um, but yeah, uh, so let's get into ratings. Um, yep. So Dave, we go off of the untapped rating scale, uh, out of five quarter increments. Um, we always let our guests go first. Uh, so, um, what did I do? Oh, I lost me. Um, so am I back? I'm back. Nope. Um, you're frozen. That's fine. Um, so you can hear me. Um, so Dave, what, uh, what we do is, uh, we'll, we'll go through and, um, you know, give us just like a, a description of, you know, why you're rating it, what you are, and, uh, and then give us your rating. Um, and then you can follow all of our ratings on Untapped at Best Best Friends Pod. That's at Best Best Friends, P O D. Okay. Um, I think
0: I could fly. Yeah. Oh, Text right. me back.
2: all right uh so dave what do you what are you thinking about this beer
3: i'm i'm like i said earlier i'm very i'm very surprised pleasantly surprised um for what it is a bavarian style lager so pretty much a german lager they're not supposed to be overly bitter at least in my in my opinion it's well very well balanced it's got that nice earthy floral flavor and aroma to it there's not much bitterness to really fight the complexity behind it. And I, I, I can't, there's not, there isn't anything on here. I would say that's, that I don't like about it. I would give it probably a four, four, two, five.
2: four two, five. Okay. Four, two, five. And Dave, thank you for giving me the, the, the breakdown that I've wanted from like every guest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was like, perfect. You started smelling it and I'm like, Ah yes 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 floor notes. <laughs>
2: Everyone's like, oh yeah, it tastes good. Three two five.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tastes like beer.
3: Three. <laughs> it's yellow, fizzly, and tastes nice on my
2: tongue. Unless you, unless you're with like a non-hanus from last week, and he's like, it's a ganset five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he went uh, hard. He went hard in that was, it, And and you know, uh it, it was his favorite logger and I respect that, you know. I respect you, the hustle, yeah. Yeah. Uh so Dan, what what are you going with here?
0: All right. So again, I mean, we talk about every episode. I'm an IPA guy. I have always been an IPA guy. Been an IPA guy for well over a decade. Um looking at this beer here um the hop profile of this tetanang hops it's not easy
2: i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> Gonna send some hey, portions it's on not it. even just hazy
0: like <laughs> it's got to have the bite like i i'm a whiskey guy so i like i like a good bite on any drink i'm having so with this here if i were to rate this against another pilsner um if you were to like put two of them next, like next to each other, same style, but this one having this kind of tetanang hops, I'd probably go with this one. Um, I would probably say, uh, I'd probably agree with our guests. I go with a four, two, five as well.
2: All right. I like it. Um, <clears throat> for me, um, it, it, it's just, it's a pleasant surprise. Like, uh, I, I did have high hopes for it and I feel like it lived up to those, the, the expectations that I had for it when i smell it it just it just smells like a good pilsner you know yeah it does yeah yeah. absolutely like you smell that like it's like um like a a miller light a miller is a a pilsner but it tastes like it smells like a shitty pilsner like this taste smells (sighs) Like
0: uh, <laughs> Did you just take a line of Pilsner off of your glass?
2: No, I did. Yeah, uh, I did the sommelier. Like I got my I got yeah, my that's, whole That's pretty much
3: Homebrew Judges tentality. I got I got the whole old factory.
2: <laughs> all the old factory in there just <sighs> It um, just sounds like you did a line of pills <laughs> there off your desk, which <laughs> I, would. I, I wouldn't I would be against that. Um, but this, <laughs> it, it, just, it smells like a, you can smell like the, the quality, uh, ingredients in it. Um, it, it everything you can't about hide it,
0: anything with no. a Pilsner. So like, this is, That's this fun, beer yeah. is just made very well.
2: Um, you know, like Dave was mentioning the, the water profile in it, um, is great. Um, Uh, it's crispy. Uh, it's clean. Uh, I do really like the bite at the end with that dry hopped, that dry hop flavor. Um, Uh, it's my wheelhouse right there. I'm, I'm loving that part of this beer, man, this beer, like it, um, this might be my new summer crusher, man. It's, it might be this. I might have this in Ganson on solid rotation, um, it definitely, I'm definitely going back for more of this. Um, really, really impressed. I'm going, uh, it, it, it's been a theme of my last couple ratings. I had one rating in mind and now like I'm talking about it and I'm gassing myself up about it. So I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to go a quarter higher. I had it at four five. I'm going four, seven, five.
0: All right. All right. Respectable. Crispy so we've boys. got, Yep, the rise of Crispy Boy over here. Yeah. So we're looking at a four point four one average. I would put it at four up, five. If yeah, you guys round cool up four or
2: five. I'm fine with that. Yeah, let's down with go. down with the All count right, on that five. one, Charlie Brown. Um, so there you are, uh, four five for the farmhouse pills from Locust Lane. Locust Lane, uh, Bravo uh, on yeah, nailing this. Is a his a pills exceptional
0: there. beer. Yeah, I'm enjoying Fantastic. it.
2: Fantastic. Yeah, first pilsner on the on the cast too. So, um, yeah, good pick Tom. Good on you. Good on me. Good on all of us. Um, so you again, uh, four or five from us on this beer and you can follow us on untapped at best, best friends pod. That's at best, best friends POD. You know what Open it up is.
4: Okay.
2: <clears throat> okay. There we go. No, I'm feeling Bless better. You. Tom, Tom, we gotta
0: talk we gotta talk about the
2: belching. <laughs> is it be it becoming an issue? Um because In I some do, countries is a compliment. So hey, yeah, there you go. Um so Dave, you're you're doing your homebrew thing. <clears throat> um what is it? so what's your what's your end game? with your homebrew? Like, is this just a hobby or are you looking to take this to the next level and, and kind of make this like a career?
3: That's, I mean, originally it was just supposed to be a hobby. And as I get, as I got into it and as much as I learned and, you know, not trying to listen to my friends when they say my beer is good. I I love it. I love working with my hands. I can't sit behind a desk. And if I can make half decent, not even want to say half decent beer, if I can make great beer yeah, there you go. and open up I don't I'm not looking for like aspirations of like victory or treehouse or one of those bigger names that are pulling people from all over the country. If I can find like a small town, open a brew pub and supply them with beer and anybody who wants to come by and have beer, I that would be my end goal for me.
2: I feel like you're in the right area for that. If Maybe. it doesn't get oversaturated at this point, hmm. that's the problem.
0: I, yeah, don't, I feel like you could go a little bit further west maybe like out there like closer to lancaster county it starts to get pretty thin out there man
3: like yeah, you're, there's not you're a lot
0: out there you start going out in your coatsville and stuff so like get out there and start to saturate there because there's only there's only a handful uh full of breweries out there i know uh, my buddy steve out there he's been getting some beers from i guess there's but, a local spot there's a there. nano
2: brewery out there yeah yeah what
3: do you remember the name
0: no, I'll have to go back. I'll, I'm going to go back through the chat and see what it is because he was uh, sending it over to me. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think it's Lancaster County, actually. It's okay. a little bit further out. He's been he's been getting it from. I,
2: I looked at I, I saw his post on Instagram about it, and I looked up the brewery like immediately. Yeah. I don't know if he put in a story or what, because it's not on his uh his Instagram. Um, yeah. Yeah but, uh yeah, there's there's like a bunch of nano breweries out there, um I mean you obviously you have you have Lancaster, which is uh you know they're big, yeah, they're big, they do decent beers um you know they are what they are, they have some good yeah. ones, we might be featuring one of their beers on our so I don't think we have we talked about our summer series yet then, I don't think we have talked about the summer series much yet. So um, I, I brought this up to Dan uh, a couple weeks ago for, uh, you know, we're, we're getting into June and uh, I, I'm feeling like we should do a, a summer crusher series, you know, where we might do like all of June will feature four beers that are like summer crushers. They might not be the best beers in the world, but they're good for like, you know
0: hot you, weather barbecues yeah, yeah if, you want, like
2: if you want to craft beer on a beach when to drink on the beach when you're you don't want like a you know you don't want like a hidden river imperial <laughs> double uh <laughs> to like weigh you down um you know they uh lancaster has like their their blueberry trail the blueberry lemon shandy which is like a great summer crusher um,
0: but uh, also, it's been because I don't know about you, Tom, but these uh, these heavy beers I've been packing on the lbs pretty uh, pretty hard recently. Dude, the,
2: the quarantine fifteen is real.
0: Yeah, it's
2: <laughs> yeah. This podcast has been uh, had a real significant effect on my uh oh, on my on my weight gain
0: yeah it's affected my angle of my webcam because <laughs> i i have to put the i have to put the microphone here so you can't see the chin developing right here
2: oh wait you so mean like, the chin
0: yeah there, no yeah there's, there's re- return return of the uh second chin is coming back
2: yeah you don't have to wait for uh thanksgiving to get the gobbler back Oh, yeah. It's there. <laughs> uh, I'm getting no, like Bamargera face now. Ooh. Like
0: I'm just getting like, I'm getting like total like bloat face from all these beers.
2: Mm. Yeah. It's <sighs> like your friend burned up in a car wreck. Uh, is, that too, that is, is that too insensitive? Uh, yeah, yeah, too you know, that, soon. That kind yeah, of. You, you
0: went <laughs> right to it, man. I was, I was just making an alcoholic joke. And then you just yeah, went man. Like,
2: <laughs> that, like. That like, <laughs> honestly. Well, I, I'm done. <sighs> Man. Yeah. I, I don't really get, uh, I
0: didn't think I was going to exit the podcast
2: this soon after last, <laughs> after last
0: episode, but I, I'm about to walk out this door behind me. You right know now. what? You know what? You're, I, I'm, you're finishing this podcast with Dave. I don't I'm gonna I, drink Dave's beer on the other side of the store. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't, I don't have, I don't really, uh, I mean I don't really have any regrets mostly about like things I say but I kind of regret that uh, that statement that was uh, as soon as it came out of my mouth That's I was like I wish I didn't say that
0: What? I would just go with, like Phil Margera face like he's just getting that, he's oh, getting that yeah. Face and everything he looks like Phil Margera now yeah oh so no like he's,
2: a- he's going along with his family line you know he's getting that like Don Vito Phil face the big thing is he's getting that big that big alky nose the blue yeah. nose
0: I was, you know, I was looking in the mirror the other day after, you know, you know, sinking four craft beers, doing drum tracks in my basement, went upstairs, took a shower, I was looking at my nose, thinking, I'm like, am I getting that alky nose? Like, <laughs> no. so, <laughs> no, so I've, mean, been, I've um, been, I've been, I've really been kind of monitoring like the beer drinking and everything. I feel like, I feel like if we're going to do this summer series, I feel like we got to do, we got to do a little bit more than just crushable beers. I feel like we got to do some sort of competition too, man.
2: I feel you think, like you think in a weight loss competition, like a Joe Rogan late weight loss thing he got going on all the time. Oh, yeah, like, but we're going
0: to drink beer at the same time. So yeah. it's not going to be yeah. sober October. It's going to be more like a, uh, like a crushable June or something like that, where we're just doing crushable beers. And we're also going to talk and we're about,
2: gonna, we're going to turn our bodies into crushable bodies.
0: Yeah. We're just going to be, we're just going to be completely cut and crushable. That's what yeah. we're going to call it.
3: As long as you post pictures, I will follow.
0: Ah, uh, he wants to see me with my shirt off and he's like as soon as you take that shirt off dan i will follow your podcast
2: i'm you're all you're Don't gonna get me with a good time all you're gonna get from me is is extremely mediocre dong picks. You guys want to see the definition of average?
0: You guys want to see five inches of pleasure, (laughs) (laughs)
2: 4.75. Oh, man. You got to, you got to measure in the yaw.
0: Oh, Uh, man. Yeah. Again, second Locust Lane here.
2: (laughs) So, so Dave, you're, you're thinking about like, you, you kind of want to, do you want to open like a micro brew, like kind of like a, you know, maybe like a stick man type deal or like a, any of it, like even like a locust lane, I I, I would, I would think locust lane was, would be in the same realm as, as stick man. It's like the same deal. They're like in a garage. Um,
3: yeah, something, something small, local people can come and, you know, enjoy the beer. You know, if I can open a kitchen, that'd be great or bring food trucks in. That would be awesome. It's just a local hangout. I don't need anything. If it turns into something awesome, I'm not gonna deny the growth, but yeah. I'm not shooting for that. You know, yeah. I'm speak, I guess.
0: Well, it'd be about the beer first kind of thing. I, I know it's also a different, um, it's also a different liquor license when you bring uh, food into
3: it. Yeah, as I've learned, I've I researched this. This years ago and it doubles the price if you had the kitchen
0: yeah for yeah. all those who are outside of pennsylvania who actually listen to the podcast pennsylvania
2: sucks it's a fucking <laughs> quaker state yeah we're still These blue we're, laws <laughs> yeah our laws are still the same kind of laws they had back in 1463
0: or a little bit or a little bit later yeah well probably a little bit later i don't know when did
2: when did william penn land on this hellhole <laughs> well after that my friend <laughs> i don't know what well, yeah that, there was that movie 1462 where uh columbus and his buckled shoes came down and uh landed on plymouth rock and then started raping natives
3: so that Tom am pretty high <laughs> during your class from what I'm, yeah, I'm thinking myself. That's not really <laughs> what happened, but okay.
2: <laughs> you sure? He landed. He landed in Puerto Rico first, right?
3: Yeah, he went. He felt uh, he landed. Yeah, yeah the Dominican Republic or something,
0: or something like wasn't it, or Haiti? It was, yeah.
3: a, it was a small island, and he thought he hit India. And then, what, like a, maybe a century later, the Belgians hit. They, had they the were block. like
2: way off, <laughs> yeah. way off, bud. He's like, why he was right you- about being around, just not where he was. Yeah, he like was a, like, wait, like a what? Full bugs Bunny,
0: like, I took a wrong Ted at Yeah, he's
2: <laughs> like, why don't you guys have curry here? <laughs> oh, looking man. for That's curry and jasmine rice.
0: <laughs> Did you lose uh, lose connection there?
3: Oh, I can. Can you guys hear me still? Yeah. 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 Right, my it. headphones died for some reason, so I got to charge
2: them. Ah, you're good man we can still they hear do you that. yeah we can hear you um so i mean i i don't really know we kind of went into e- we went into it with ethan about um like what it what it takes to open up a brewery and uh his was yeah. kind of like hey my my cousin has money he wants to yeah. he wants to do this i want to brew beer you know what let's do this together. And that was it. He like, he had a backer like in his family. So it was kind of, it seemed like it was like easy street for him.
3: Yeah. It's, it's going to be a a much longer haul for what I'm trying to do. Originally I wanted to get into, uh, there's a brewing school in Philly, um, Philadelphia university of sciences, I think is what it's called. And they have a really good brewing program. And I was trying to get in through the, the VA But uh, since I didn't deploy, I don't qualify. So I found a different program just to get some education behind it and maybe try to find a brewery to work at for a little bit part time, possibly. But after this whole thing went, this whole lockdown started, I'm just kind of thinking. If I can find like a small one barrel system and put it in a garage, detached garage and brew beer can it and just. Pedal it on the weekends until something can develop. That's the only way I feel like it can go until I can get some backing.
2: I feel like You're looking
0: at like, two number one customers right here.
2: Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. I know <laughs> where you live now, bro. I'm here first, before you say that. <laughs> um. Um. So, I mean, I, I feel like that's like I think you have a good idea behind that where. You make if you make good beer and you get it out there, someone's going to taste it and be like, "You need to do this on a mass scale." And I have the money Mark to do yourself. it yeah. Like, get
0: on the social media. Like, start getting that. Like, I guess that notoriety. Yeah, you know, start getting that. People are like, "Yo, yeah, have you heard of Volstead? Like, they're only doing like small batch cans out of this garage." But like, if you get online at the right time and you order these beers. Like they're like, they're solid. Like people are just like gonna like flock to something like that.
2: I mean, there's, there's a guy that I, I've been talking to about, uh, having his beers on our, our podcast that we had, uh, Oh yeah, this looks so good. Yeah. One of our buddies, um, that we met through the podcast, uh, he recommended them. It's just, and he's basically doing what you're doing is like, uh, he's making, he's a home brewer. Um, and he's, he, what he's doing is really experimental stuff. Like he did like a, yeah. like a sourdough rye beer, a, groot,
0: a like an old, like ancient ale. I think yeah, it was. Yeah. He did an oh, ancient that's ale. Cool. Yeah. That's what um, the rye bread was. It was yeah, a root. It was an groot. ancient ale.
2: Yeah. That's what it was. Um, <clears throat> and then he's doing like, uh, he did like a pickle beer. Uh, he's doing, he's doing a whole bread
0: series shit. right now. Isn't that what he's doing? The bread series.
2: Yeah. Some, well, he's doing a, he's, he's doing a kettle sour, which he didn't want to do. Um oh. cause he's trying I to, I, we're going to have him on. Like he's, he seems like a super, super interesting guy to have on. Yeah. And just by talk like the little bit I've talked to him about, like he, what he wants to do is get out stuff that is not on the market. You know, it's not really being tapped into, Um, but it's just like he what he's doing is like he's giving his beer out to people to try.
3: And it sounds like you, Dave, like, yeah, I do what I can when, when I'm able to. Yeah.
2: So like he's getting that stuff out there and it came to us through one of our friends. He's like, you know, I tried this beer. It's crazy. It's really good you guys should like hit him up and, and see if he'll give you some. And then, you know, I hit him up and he was like, yeah, absolutely. I'll send you guys a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah.
0: Like with uh, like getting Dave on this, I've always heard good things about yeah. Dave's beer. He's, he's never offered it to me, but um, I've always heard good things.
3: <laughs> well, he's talking about your sister and your brother-in-law. They don't like a lot of the stuff that I make. So all they really get is the loggers and not much else. Yeah. And I, I, now that I've got your phone number, Dan, we can do some more. <laughs> you swapping as a things as things progress
0: you let me know what breweries dude I've been doing this whole Chester Montgomery County I'm basically like smoking the bandit with craft beer I would just fill up a cooler in the back of my truck and I've been meeting people in parking lots and just swapping beer with them <laughs> Well, we man,
2: and good. we we have we have some connections with some uh with some some Jersey uh Jersey mooches yeah some Jersey outlets here with a uh, I mean well I mean what well, we can call now it's it's' And You're Leah, not, We're not buying the beer off them. You're just trading. Right. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I mean, well, I mean, it's Zeppie and Leah and, uh, you know, they're staples of our podcast. Um, and you know, they're, they have a pretty big footprint on Instagram. Yeah, I was going to say
0: they're like craft beer, social media icons. Like yeah. they've got extensive followers. Um, they got their untapped is unreal. Like, I mean, Tom, you've had your untapped since when, like, when did you start yours? 2012. And how many beers have you
2: tried? I'm just about to hit 300. All right. But I also go through long spurts of not rating anything.
3: I, it's the same thing that happens with me. Mike, I got buddies of mine that are over like 2,000, and I don't even think I've hit a thousand yet. And yeah. I've had it for I don't know how many years out. Yeah. It's
0: it's pretty absurd. So I'm gonna I'm gonna scroll down to I'm just gonna use uh I'm gonna use Zeppy for an example here. Um so he's been He's been on Untappd since 2019, and he's had 1,375 beers.
2: Yeah, but he also does like 17 a day. (laughs)
0: That's that's like not even. That's what one year, like one year six months.
2: Yeah, that's insane.
3: Not even. Not enjoy the beer if you're if you're just doing that. Oh, he enjoys
0: it. Like he's like he like i did an uh, instagram live with him and we he was drinking these beers and he you could see it in his face he literally enjoys just the art of the beer every single time he drinks the beer like his first two sips he's looking at you like he's about ready to give you an explanation of like a full paragraph
3: awesome but you just, just smash the beers after that after he gives his initial analysis and and he just killed it yeah just kills him yeah
2: <laughs> but yeah i mean we have a we have a bunch of through you know what we're doing with our podcast and we have we're you know getting connections and we have ways to get your beer out there so you know we'll talk after after the podcast and yeah and, you know Eh. whatever it takes you know once we i mean assuming that the beer is good we'll try it we'll be the judge of that
3: yeah you guys to try it first yeah (laughs) make sure we might
2: we might left you leave you on red but you know (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah man uh i mean it's it's super cool that you're 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 doing like the whole homebrew thing and you you got your you got your logo we can see that in the background you got your name yeah you got everything going for you man we just we'll we'll try the beer and uh and you know I'm, Dan. I can't speak for Dan, but I give, I'll give you in my honest opinion. I don't. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything for you. That's
3: what I want. I'd, yeah. I'd rather, and I'm lucky to have some I friends. Told, I
2: would. told Ethan that I gave his Hellas Lager, which he said was like the best in southeastern Pennsylvania. I told him I gave it a three.
3: <laughs> the first time I brewed a Hellas Lager, I won gold at a in a homebrew competition. So, oh, is right. this the D Town Throwdown? No, no, no. This was, um, this was a, a judge event. It wasn't a popular vote and I've learned through popular vote competitions that it's the, it's the fruit It's the fruit <laughs> or if it tastes like something that isn't beer, those are the ones that'll win. Mm-hmm. I always go for the judges remarks more than what the to cicerones
2: yeah. out there. T- I
3: want to know what flaws I have so I can fix it. That's kind of how I approach the competitions.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, Hellas, Hell, dude, Hellas was. I feel like Hellas loggers are a tough one to do. They are. Um, you can't hide anything with no. that beer. No, because the hops
3: aren't even the hops can't even block any type of off flavor. You have to, you've got to hit it on the head.
2: Yeah, and I, I feel like like Sly Fox has nailed the Hellas Lager. It's a fantastic beer, and it's just like it's one of those things like they just it, it, consistency is there, and it's just like every.
3: Every, I would say like
0: every single Hellas I've had yeah. has never had a bad Hellas. Like from, I, it's bad saying because I'm like shit. It's like every Hellas logger, but um, no, like Sly Fox is Hellas. I've never had a bad Sly Fox Hellas.
2: And that and that's something that like Ethan told us about is when you for for it me you say like that's like the best on the map.
0: Like people even say it. Like he even said like he's like Sly Fox Hellas is spectacular.
3: Yeah. Uh, I love. I, I'll buy that hands down when I can't figure out what I want that's what I go to oh yeah
2: absolutely Um, but the the thing for me what stood out to me is like I just come to expect that it's going to be it's going to taste the same all the time and what Ethan brought up was like do you know how hard it is to just consistently consistently pump that out and they're not like a huge mass production facility they're not even like I don't even I wouldn't even say they're on the level of victory which isn't gigantic but it, it's still, they're pumping out just consistency on that. You know, all yeah. their, as far as like a, an overall brewery goes, they're they're okay. I mean, if you want a good German beer, you can go to Sly Fox and get a good German beer. Um, I will say their brick oven pizzas are their food spectacular. is pretty banging. Their brick yeah. oven wings are oh absolute yeah. bangers. Yeah. Um,
0: They're doing good stuff with food there. Um, I've always been a fan of one of their IPAs only because it has a 360 top on it. Oh, the, and when you yeah, put it at 360 113? top. Uh, yeah, no, oh, it's that, the uh,
2: 360. Oh, yes. Yeah, so it,
0: it's a three. It's a 16 ounce. It's yes. a 16 ounce can with a 360 top on it.
2: Another beer that we've talked about that I've had. I had at my wedding. Oh, yes. I had a pretty sick selection of beer at my wedding. You know, not to toot my own horn. Yeah. You, I, you I brewed most of the beer for my wedding.
3: Oh, okay. Here we go.
2: <laughs> I, right. got it. I,
3: I did it because out of out of the behest of my wife. She didn't want me to do it, but she allowed it. And some of it turned out pretty good. Others didn't turn out that great,
2: but it still got drank. There you go. It's gonna get drank. Um yeah. so that was
0: the hashtag at his wedding. It's gonna get it's drank.
2: It's gonna get drank. <laughs> um Yeah, man. Uh that kind of stuff, it, it's hard. Like uh, that Hellas Lager style, it's like you have to nail the flavor profiles, and it's so hard. Like you said, so hard to hide all. Like any, it, it's like playing a, an acoustic guitar. Like it's it's hard to hide any, like any screw ups. Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: It's, a it's thing, um, as as some brewers say, it's a naked beer.
0: I would agree. Like we had that, that. So, we had that sun servants from uh, free will. And so that had some like floor, like heavy floral mm-hmm. notes to it. Like to the point where that, Like a lager is supposed like what Ethan had said, name drop. Um, Ethan said, when you drink a lager like that, your palate is supposed to immediately be cleared after every sip. So every sip is a different, or it should be the same experience, but completely you shouldn't have any residue, any residual to it. Yeah. And so the sun servants from free will just had like, it had this hoppy floral notes. I would say kind of similar, I, I would say a little heavier than what we're doing right now. So, like a true Hellas, it it was a little bit more floral than like a true Hellas.
2: So you shouldn't go ahead. Go ahead, Dave. You shouldn't. Yeah. You
3: shouldn't get much aroma besides malt on a Hellas. That's kind of how I've always interpreted it.
0: They tote the floral notes on it too. The description of the beer was like heavy, like we're heavy floral on this. And then as soon as you drink it, you're like, yep, that's exactly what you get. Yeah.
2: So, and, and I'm kind of getting that on this, this Pilsner is like it, it, it's like leaving like no residue on my palate. Like it's like, it's, it's cleansing my palate, like after every, every sip
0: I'm getting the hop residue. So I'm getting the tetanang left on my palate after every sip. So I'm like sitting here. Yeah. I'm getting the bitter on that. And that's what I like because I'm an IPA guy. So I do like that about this beer.
2: A little hazy boy action um it's not
0: a hazy boy i'm an ipa guy. i'm an I, yes, i'm an yes, ipa, you're an IPA
2: guy i and i you know i'll back you on that you're not you're not like one of those guys that'll be like oh haze, haze is a flavor um <laughs> yeah it no, just, i
0: gotta i gotta taste the hops with it and yeah like and i could I've, I've been getting really good at naming hops like as i drink a beer where i'm like okay this has citra, this has mosaic i can taste the galaxy galaxy's one that i could pick out like Blindfolded.
2: Yeah. Oh, I'll I'll pick out Citra. No problem well, Citra's,
0: yeah, Citra yeah. is like so common, but like yeah. Galaxy's like that one that just hits you and you're just like, damn, that's Galaxy
2: and that. Um <clears throat> Dave, did you hear about the uh the drama that went down with uh with Stickman's latest batch of sensible portions? No, I have not. Dan, you wanna you wanna wax poetic on this?
0: Yeah, I, I, I will uh, go into this since this is my wheelhouse. So uh, Sensible Portions is an IPA that they ironically named that because they dump a shitload of hops into it. Um, it's a great IPA. It is... So they did a double dry hopped, I think, about two weeks ago, maybe a week ago. And, two weeks ago. Yeah, it was about two weeks ago. So they did a double dry hopped version of this. Stickman has been kind of... I, for lack of a better term, pigeonholed into their haziness. A lot of people like, sto- like Storebots an amazing IPA, yeah. got that nice haze. They have a couple like double deuce is like, I think the holy grail of hazy dank IPAs, in my opinion, in the area. Um, so I like that beer, but sensible portions, the double dry hopped version loaded with hops, juicy and just super dank, but not hazy enough. For untapped voters who were just for I guess again, for lack of a better term, bitching about the lack of haziness on this beer. Well, Haze is not a flavor, guys.
3: You know, and I'll tell you clarity is when you do when you enter beers into a competition, at least on the homebrew level, clarity is the least weighted category of any beer you could have a slightly hazy Pilsner or hellas, and you can still win a competition. Cause it's, I think it's, I think the max is two points.
0: It's a spectacular beer. I'm, I'm say, I have still have one set aside because I don't want to drink it because I don't want to, I don't want to have a, like the last one and be like, shit, I have to order more. (laughs) Like it's such a good beer.
2: So, and not to keep tugging on our own dicks here, but like our, our, uh, our podcast has opened us up to a, a lot of different avenues in the, in the craft beer world. Um, you know, and before this even happened, we had um, we had Ethan on and we were very surprised when we asked Ethan to pick out beers for us to try and he picked out two loggers and yeah. we we're like, well, as a brewer, I, yeah, yeah hazy the- IPAs are, are their wheelhouse and we had him on and we, you know, we kind of talked to him about that and he was, he brought up that, it, it, that's not his style. Like he came up. He worked in in church brew works in in uh, Pittsburgh. He worked in uh um the oh, I'm blanking on it now um the Hof uh not Hoffbrauch, uh Hofbrauhaus.
0: I think it was yeah it yeah, was Hoffbrauch. the German uh, yeah. chain the franchise or whatever.
2: Yeah, so he his whole background is like German beers. So he loves lagers and and pilsners like the like that. The Bavarian style. And, yeah. and he just kind of got put into this like IPA craze. And he, he I mean, he's not like a, a, a huge fan of it, but he's trying to make the best of it as far as like, he's trying to put his own spin on things. He so, does
0: make a good hazy boy. I'm, I'm yeah. going to say that.
2: But that's the thing. And he even, he put out this long uh, diatribe on, on, uh, on Instagram talking about, the complaints about this beer and uh, and uh last week we had non heinous on and we talked about the same thing and he even brought it up he's he used to work he worked at a, a couple different breweries
0: yeah and, he's got a pretty good uh, resume
2: yeah and he talked about like haze like, haze isn't a flavor and when he started working in breweries it was all about clarity that's why mm-hmm. these breweries went out and bought quarter of a million dollar uh, centrifuges to centrifuges yeah centrifuges centrifuges. and uh to to get that clarity and that's what it all is it's all about spinning the all the that residue out and getting a nice clear beer um and now for some reason like the haze got you know I'll, i'll i'll admit i got caught up in it where like the haze like i associated that with like uh like a citrusy flavor that came with like that new England style
0: I'll be the first to admit like I still like it also it's very photogenic for these breweries to have a nice bright orange haze boy next to a can like these social media icons for craft beer who keep taking these pictures like that that um that color is the color is almost key now presentation it's like it's like with uh with cooking like a cooking competition. Yeah. You're, you're throwing a little parsley on the plate. Like that's what the haze is. The haze, The basically the orangey haze that you get in these IPAs is like the parsley you throw on a plate when you're presenting like at a competition for food or something. Yeah.
2: Like I could see like the haze coming into play if it was like a milkshake stout. That's where like, you want. Like, like a real goodie. thick. Oh, yeah. That fucking. Jesus Christ! God damn it, Dan! I know it's gonna happen. I look like... Oh Jesus! I had to take a
0: screenshot. Oh, you look... I look like... I look like a fuck. I look like
2: I'm working at the Norco Carnival.
0: Good fucking Christ! You want to go look at the Coventry Mall? (laughs) Jesus God.
2: Thank mercifully Skype just shut that down. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, that was bad. Dude. It never, it never just stops on like, it never shuts down on a a
0: folder of just screenshots of when his like camera shuts down of just like some (laughs) of the, some of the best, uh, great i'm just gonna do a collage on our one year anniversary of this podcast and it's gonna be set to like sarah mclaughlin like the song that like the dogs die to on tv and it's just gonna be all of his pictures
4: (laughs) that just
2: just means at like uh, close to one year i'm gonna really have to step up my my (gasps) video game and really get dan to just break down and leave this podcast (laughs) 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 well i think that's about as good a point as any to uh to take our little pre- pee break and uh we'll
0: take our pee break come back and we'll uh we'll enjoy some uh of dave's signature brews
2: yeah well some volstead well, brews yeah all right so uh we'll we'll be right back and uh and you guys won't notice because uh it's gonna be pretty seamless all right we'll be right back all right guys we're back uh pee break done new beers acquired. Um, I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally ready for this. Um, Dave, do you have a, do you have a preference of what beer we, we start with over one over another?
3: I would say go, I always go from light to dark. So let's start with the IPA.
0: All right. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about it here. Cause we're going to crack this boy
3: open. So when the lockdown started, I I was trying to think of some beer to put on tap, and I'm not one to really do clone recipes that much. It's kind of like when I played music; I didn't like doing covers that much. Doesn't really no, showcase never. your creativity, <laughs> right? But I love Treehouse. I love their beer, and through a couple articles that were put out, and some other guys that have tried to mimic this beer and, and other beers related. Um, I put together a recipe, and I only really knew the hops that they used, and not much of anything else. Not where, where they use the hops, how they use the hops. I just kind of had to fumble through everything. So, the I go goes, uh, pretty,
0: pretty, I guess, professional with this glass for this one. <laughs> I
3: mean, I'm, I've been rocking a Bissell Brothers glass. I could have done a, a shameless plug and used my glass, but no, I get it. Like that, I went with Bissell Brothers.
0: I was gonna say you gotta grab the. Uh, this is the type of beer that needs a Tiku glass, I think. In my opinion, but I uh, yeah.
2: glass is in the in the dishwasher right now. Um,
0: Continue there, sir.
2: Yeah. But so I
3: use my own malt pill. for the malt pill I use for every IPA I make, or most most of the IPAs I make. is this this malt I use that malt pill. It ge- it gives the greatest, um oh, oh, oh. haze stability, and it gives the greatest head. Head retention of any beer that uh, for the IPAs that I make.
0: I don't know about you, but I love a good head retention.
2: <laughs> I I, uh, dude, I wanna I want like a I want like a, a body wash made out of this. Out do the smell this beer. God damn. That smells great. Yeah,
0: I gotta take a picture of it here while we're uh, getting everything for the social. That is a nice looking beer and it smells great. So so you're saying that so this is this is a, I guess, a clone. You would call it. Is that what I the brewers is? I would call it more of
3: an a, a green inspired beer. A green, so it's inspired by green by Treehouse. Yeah, it's my it's my attempt to mimic the flavors of that beer. Ooh.
2: Yeah. Uh, so what 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 would you do? You have a name for this, or are you just calling it Green Clone?
3: I I, I I I never could think of a name, so I called it Emerald just because I didn't want to call it green.
0: I like uh I like Bruce Banner I call it the Bruce Banner.
2: oh <laughs> I guess
3: it's a good one I like that
0: man god uh, damn this is tasty all
2: right I, I, I haven't I haven't dumped into it yet because I uh got you a want little, to cheers first little more little more head than I, <laughs> I was uh hoping for but uh yeah we can get a cheers yeah well here we s- go it, boys. All, it
3: all comes down to how fa- now that's a good head right there you don't want to complain about that
2: that's a lot it's a lot of head I know but look I, i got my uh i went with my pbr stained glass i love it i'm getting so i got the tq out
0: because i wanted to get i wanted to get a lot of the flavor like in my nostrils and that's what i feel like i get with this glass yeah so right off the bat this smells delicious thank you god damn that is a that's right up my alley. I'm going to say right now.
2: I'm going to say, dare I say, Dan, it's a pretty complex beer. <laughs>
0: it's, got, it's got a lot going for it. Um, yeah, it's got what, to, it definitely would, has a uh, certain
2: complexity to it. So
0: what were the hops used for this? Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want to go to your script? Actually, I, give me one second. I, I don't know why I'm thinking about it. I can pull up the recipe right now. Yeah. Do it up. I'm going to, I'm going to sit here and enjoy this. So I'm going to guess that Citra was
0: involved in this at some point. Uh,
3: it's no, there's no Citra. Oh, okay. So this is um, a very galaxy. So. I
2: was going to say galaxy.
3: Uh, I was, I was putting it in my wheelhouse. I was waiting for it. I was like, <laughs> from, from <laughs> the articles that I've read, it's galaxy heavy. It's galaxy Amarillo and That's Columbus it. Amarillo and Columbus. I'm not, so I'm not super
2: name. familiar with the Columbus hops.
3: Columbus is a really good bittering hop for most. Like It's as a lot of guys put it, it's a character hop. It's one of those beers that you can, and one of those hops you can use for most ale styles and you'll get your, uh, just a good bitterness just by a small addition. And, but it also gives a really good flavor to a New England IPA, if you use it right.
0: Yeah. Would you consider like mosaic kind of the same kind of profile? Because I feel like that gives a significant like bitter to it sometimes too.
3: Honestly, all the beer, all the hops used in this beer could be used as a bitterness yeah. addition, but they have such good flavor quality. Nobody uses them for that because it'd be a waste.
2: This tastes like. <clears throat> it tastes like if you just liquefied like a grapefruit peel. And it, like, that's what I'm looking for in a, in an IPA. Like, yeah, I that, love that. Just like that bitter, bitter, but you get a, like a nice like a nice tart.
0: It's like when you it's sprinkle a, nice a little citrusy. bit of sugar on the grapefruit before mm. you eat it, just a little bit. That's
3: a good analogy. I never thought of that.
0: So, like, you never like you never dip your spoon into the grapefruit right away. Like, you always sprinkle a little bit of sugar on top.
2: A Little granulated <laughs> a, this sugar. Is,
0: yeah, this is the little bit of sugar on top of the grapefruit right yeah.
2: here. Yeah, I. It, immediately what I thought, you know, I, I, I took my little sip, <laughs> opened up my palate, big yep. sip that we learned from our, our, our Cicerone friend. And our uh, President Cicero. and um, I feel like if any of the any of the, like, the big breweries around here, like if, if like a stick man put this out. The fanboys would be jerking off over this so hard. Yeah,
0: this is this is a fanboy beer right here. Yeah. Like you've uh y- you've done y- you done good. Like this is something thank you. This is something that's gonna like get those you know, those people in line to buy. Or you even just get a couple cans out at a local like trade or a swap. Like people are gonna be like, Yo, did you hear about Volstead? Like
3: people are gonna like this. I, I wish I wish it would we would have did this a little earlier. Because <laughs> I have there's it's my it's my uh flagship New England IPA. Man. It's just And this is and it's called Galactic Serpents. Ooh
0: This is So you get you gonna be dropping that off anytime soon?
3: <laughs> uh when I brew it again we'll I will I will shoot you a text and I'll get you guys some bottles.
2: This is this is great. Yeah this is a really just a really solid beer thank you I would put it up I would say exceptional
0: yeah when you say like when you say you're like you're looking for a bass if you were to like I mean you have a good base to this and like it's kind of like that thing where like you were saying you hate covers but sometimes a band does a great cover of a song but they make it their own
3: yeah no exactly I hear you like yeah. Atari's uh boys of summer yes
0: exactly this yeah. is the boys of summer of yeah Treehouses green right here all right this Thank is you. the this is the black flag sticker on a Cadillac this isn't the deadhead sticker on a Cadillac
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like it I yeah. like it I like yeah. it <laughs> I'll
0: I'll write your descriptions for you if you want me to get on
3: untapped. <laughs> Definitely. I'm I'm I'm, in, I'm I'm enlisting any help I can get at this point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if someone's gonna read the description for this and then th- four sentences down the road go, wait, these are lyrics to Atari's Boys of Summer. <laughs> I mean I'm You're just gonna be reading it. I got my first wait. <laughs> this doesn't make sense.
2: <laughs> I'm not uh I'm not uh a hazy boy by any means. And uh, I'm not like a huge uh, IPA guy.
0: I would say you've been expanding your horizons well, I, I, I within like the last year and a half. You I, have, I've
2: been, uh, I've been Jody fostered in the, in the accused uh, <laughs> into, into IPAs. Uh, yeah. By by several of my friends, and uh,
0: you've been more so like thrown in a hole and fed lotion.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> and that lotion was hazy IPAs.
2: Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, but this is uh, it's it's supremely tasty.
0: Yeah, this is a great beer.
2: Yeah. And I'm crushing it and I, I should really yeah. take a step <laughs> like, back because I'm a, take a step it, back. it's
3: a dangerous beard. Yeah, like, yeah. It's very this is
2: i am getting into the uh I'm I'm gonna start getting into the area where I start gushing about Dan's band at the end of the episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, you missed it. The one the one time we got him we got him so black out drunk over there. No no no
2: not, not not so blackout. out, just I blacked out on the episode. Yeah.
0: He blacked out the episode, and I got to my plugs at the end where I was like plugging my band. and He just goes, Dad's band is like so amazing. Like, Dad's band just is so good. And I'm just it like, was
2: that fucking cardamom, man. It was
0: like, I haven't heard him talk about a band like We had, like so years.
2: we, we did, uh, we did double, uh, a double Levant, Levante episode. Yeah, where we, we did, did two uh, Levante beers. We did their, how how familiar are you with uh, Levante?
3: They live, they're, <laughs> I was gonna say you live in Westchester. Place, yeah. Place. yeah, yeah.
2: <clears throat> we did their uh, their fruit punch IPA, which I really liked. Uh, yeah,
3: festival juice. Mm-hmm. That was good. But all the uh, beers are like eight percent and above. You don't really see many low
2: below we did,
3: that. We did,
0: well, did tiny tickle. That's a good uh, low tiny. session.
2: We did uh, Crowlers cool. of uh, of Bilberry Hill, and yeah. that was a garbage beer.
0: So it's a blueberry. Dessert stout with cardamom. Now, for every play, well, yeah, for everybody playing the home game. There's no
2: blueberry. There's
0: no blueberry. There's no blueberry. But for everybody playing the home game, cardamom is what's used in black licorice. It tasted like the black jelly beans you get at Easter that you never eat and you kind of throw them to the side and
2: then throw them in the trash. It it tasted like Robitussin. Yeah, it tasted like cough medicine. It tasted bad going down, and it tasted bad it tasted even worse coming up the next day at work for me. Yeah. Somebody, (laughs) it was, it was the most hungover I've ever been in my entire life. Um, I blacked out on the podcast, which was, uh, it's so embarrassing for me. Like I still haven't listened to the episode and I, it was, I would say like
0: Tom is like the captain of the ship. And he basically just steered into the iceberg on that one.
3: Well, I'm going to, I'm going to have to listen to this like tomorrow. Probably.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You, you would, you would have four
0: hour podcast.
2: (laughs) Enjoy. You would have more of a listen than I would. And I was super excited about that episode too because we had Zepp. That was our first our our episode was episode Zep
0: with yeah, with Zepp. It was great. Like, I mean, it's a great episode. I would definitely recommend like listening to it in stages because it is a long one. Um, but yeah, that that beer was the first time we had to we rated it on the episode and then came back and did yeah, it we did an it. appeal. I, we I, appealed our rating
2: <laughs> once once a uh, clearer heads prevailed um yeah. i called for an appeal because i thought uh dan and zeppi uh rated more generously so, towards the the brewery
0: so we rated it based on the brewery because we we like levante i like levante i love yeah. their beer in fact I, loves, still yeah, I, I like beer.
2: levante i yeah. i think they're good tickle parts this is very good yeah
0: not it just missed it was a complete mess and it's still on their online store and it's been but that's one of their staple beers this this uh, yeah it's it's a staple beer
2: yeah they they
3: can I, I wonder what i wonder what the proportions were to cardamom and the blueberry in this beer but that's uh, said so that, from making
2: and that's what we talked about in the appeal was that levante's a good brewery we may have gotten a bad batch because it is it's a it's a beer that they typically four packs sell
0: out and then they were just like hey we just suddenly have some available for us
2: yep like they just scrounged it up so i'm like their online store said sold out i called the brewery and they were like yeah we we can get you some how many you, you need three crowlers yeah we can get you three crowlers
3: they had that means they had some old old. That's a trick a lot of breweries do. It's like, hey, we we magically have some, it's an older keg that they lost track of. <laughs> that's what it is sometimes. I mean, we it's had
2: like, we, we had Festival Juice, we had Pineapple, Cloudy, and Cumbersome, and they were yeah, both we
0: had some good very beers. good
2: beers. Yeah, but Billberry Hill missed the mark, and it, 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 it will go down forever in my mind as one of the worst beers I've ever experienced.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, it's probably the worst from the podcast so far,
3: but, um, yeah,
0: we complain about it way too much. So like, we have to, we have to change the you'll subject. To, Jared, well,
3: yeah. you guys, you'll have to circle back next time they do it.
2: Try it again. I wouldn't if mind they going. Uh, they,
0: I wouldn't mind going back when they announce a fresh batch when they announce <laughs> yeah, that. It's like that's what I mean. something.
2: Yeah. Well, they, they do talk, they have on their website, you can buy a four pack of that beer.
0: So when they can it in four packs, we should go ahead and try it then.
2: It might just break. It might be like I, I might just like my eyes might go like opposite directions. I might have like <laughs> I, I might have like Tom Cruise Fourth of July, uh, <laughs> I, like uh, flashbacks, just like napalming nom.
3: It so, may just not age well. It may taste great fresh, but as it ages, the blueberry dies and the cardamom is left.
0: Right, and this is why we had you on the podcast because we need a scientific approach to this,
2: <laughs> and that's what I was excited for. As a stouty boy, I uh, well, former stouty boy, the the crispiness is consuming me. Um, <laughs> uh, I was very excited because uh, it was like a blueberry chocolate stout, and I was I was expecting like a chocolate covered blueberry, which is delicious. Mm-hmm. You have like a nice Brookside, a bag of Brookside chocolate covered blueberries, delightful. This was. Um, this was a, a a container of Robitussin that was ice luge through a bum's butthole.
0: I feel like somebody like grabbed like <laughs> little John's scissor it's a very colorful, and then spit like chewing tobacco into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh it was, it, uh, it was so bad, but I guess we, I have to deviate because I want to go back to, I want to go back to Volstead because this beer is amazing. Yeah. Um, And we were talking a little bit about history. Uh, Volstead Brewing, obviously Volstead Act, I assume, is where the uh, name came from.
2: Yep. That's Dan's wheelhouse right there.
0: I had to throw
3: it in there. I know where you're coming from. I'm a big history buff, man. I'm a huge military history buff uh, in American history in general, I feel like. So it's, he, it needs to be it needs to be honored in some way because it's something that I... Uh, there are breweries that have done it out west that they... Yeah. On the Second Amendment, I think is the name of the brewery out in California. 21st oh, yeah. Amendment. 21st Amendment, yeah. Why did I say Second
2: Amendment? Oh, never mind.
0: Guns. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. You're right, you have the right to, be, to have bare arms. Um,
3: but I honestly, when I was trying to think of a name, because every home brewer has a name for their brewery. Yeah. Like my buddy lives off green bank, like five minutes from me. He's green back, green bank brewing. And I couldn't think of anything. And I, and I thought, why not take a play on, on prohibition and take Volstead and use it as a brewery name.
0: All right. So a history buff quiz right here. Um, So when FDR repealed prohibition, what was the first thing he said?
2: so, just for our audience, Dan is a history major, and he—I was, I was. Well, we'll <laughs> say you are a history major, and uh, <clears throat> and he has a a very distinct concentration in the Prohibition era.
0: I love that was my era. That was like my concentration throughout college was that. Um, but so for the first, the first, like as he was signing to basically,
2: well, give, give David a chance to answer. Well, I, I was about to say I
0: can't remember. So as you know, what happened was, you know, obviously our country was in a Great Depression. Um, He said, it's about time this country had a drink. And basically he signed the papers. He was like, it's about time this country had a drink.
2: Which is why he's the greatest U.S. president in the history of this great country.
0: I would say like the two Roosevelts themselves were probably the two best. Oh, Teddy. Teddy was badass. Yeah, Teddy. Teddy badass.
2: I, mean, I mean, you got the two, you got the two Roosevelt belts and then you got Trump daddy.
0: The Roosevelt's.
2: Yeah. The, the Roosevelt's. old Roosevelt's over there, Tom. Yeah.
0: <laughs> can't, you can't forget Lincoln. can't forget uh, Lincoln. Yeah, No, you can't. You can't discount Lincoln at all. But and like, but uh, guys, when everyone, please,
2: please don't disrespect Trump daddy.
3: <laughs> We're I not going dis- to get our orange, <laughs> our orange and
2: yellow leader.
3: I'm not. I, we don't need to get into it. I don't. Yeah. The, guys, the guys got the guy. The guy says some dumb stuff, but he goes does some good stuff. But he's a polarizing figure that just drives everybody nuts, and it's entertaining to watch. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. I so he's like King Troll. Like the guy. The guy knows how to troll the best of them.
0: So Volstead, obviously, yeah. when you got the name and everything, when did this all come about? Like, when did you kind of just start and decide that you were going to do this?
3: So it was, oh God, 2013. I think it was 2013, 2012. I was literally out to dinner with my wife, girlfriend at the time. And I just kind of looked across the table at her and I said, I want to brew beer. And she goes, I was actually going to buy you a kit for Christmas. And that's it. Was it a Mr. Beer kit? No, that was what (laughs) I was going to get. But (laughs) she did... I think to you know she might regret it now, because if you saw the my unfinished side of the basement, she loses her mind over. She actually did more research than I did, found out what a good like beginner's kit would be, and we she found the closest local home brew shop, which is what the home, owner of Down had. And that's where we went to buy my first kit, and it's called a Brewer's best Brew kit. Hmm.
0: Nice. So yeah. Tom and I started back in 2009 with the uh, Mr. Beer kit. A
2: lot of people <laughs> did. Yeah, I'm going to sign off here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I found the pictures of it. It's uh, pretty awesome. I even found it's our first beer label and everything. Yeah. Well, all
2: right. So our first beer label, I-, I did a pretty badass job on that beer label.
0: <laughs> even back in 2009.
2: Come on, man.
0: Okay. So yeah, in 2000, it was badass. 2009. It's mad it corny. 2020.
2: <laughs> I don't Uh, know if you change the font It's not bad For a bottle label For a bottle bottle
0: label label, Yeah It probably could have been a a pretty Like standard can Label but for a bottle it was pretty epic
2: Yeah I mean for but back in 2009 canning wasn't cool It was all about bottling Yep Yeah um I love this damn beer (laughs) Thank you um so, uh, do you want to get into Dan, Dan, what would you rate this beer? What would I rate this beer? Yeah, What would you rate this beer <laughs> as the resident
0: IPA? Um, I guess representative of this podcast, I'm going four, seven, five with this. This was probably extremely enjoyable. Um, I would promote the hell out of this. If you were to say like, Dan, I got a keg of this. I would Probably go and tell like Ben, yo, open up a tap right now. Let's, let's. I was gonna say, like, give me two samples, let me talk to the chef, let's get a food pairing, and let's do it like a Volstead night or something like that. Like, this beer, this beer is great. As my first beer that I've had from you, Dave, I'm impressed. I mean, I know you gave those barrel aged stouts to Joe right in front of my eyes, and I never got a chance to have them.
3: I still, <laughs> I, hon- honestly, ironically enough, I've got some left. It's four. <laughs> it's four years old at this point, but I still got some. I'll drive. Uh,
2: I'll, if, I'll if, drive to your house this week. If, if, yeah, if it's so, I'm if coming. It's for, I'm coming for that, Dave. <laughs>
0: it's, if it's cellar so aged, I'll take it. <laughs>
3: uh, it's 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 more of a barley wine now than it is a stout. That's how long. That's how old it is at this point.
2: I'm coming for it.
0: I'll say this: um, as probably our first home brewer, this exceeded my expectations. When you said you were doing a like a clone of a green, it's treehouse. I yeah. hold treehouse to a high standard. Who like, honestly, who doesn't? I think I rated their eighty-seven this year at a four-five. I'm rating this at a four-seven-five. Mm. So I'm actually i'm I'm rating it based on how impressed I am at it. So I'm rating this better than their 87 this year. Thank you.
2: I, um, <clears throat> I'm going, I, I, I'm going the same thing again, uh, that I always do. I had one, one rating in mind and now I, uh, I'm, I'm going to switch it up and, uh, it, this because is, I
0: sold it real well there.
2: Yeah, man, you really, uh, you really gassed this beer up. Um, <laughs> No, this is thoroughly enjoyable as someone who is like, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a huge IPA guy. And, uh, and because of that, I rate them a little more harshly. Um, and just because there's so many, so fucking many IPAs out there right now and hazy <laughs> IPAs.
0: It's a saturation.
2: There yeah. Is. Um, and I would, I, I, as far as like like hazy IPAs, I probably would put like Hidden River up there as maybe the top. As far as like doing, they're like hazy like double imperial shit. Um, I'd still put I'd still put New Trail above it. Uh, yeah, I, I just haven't haven't had enough from New Trail recently. Just, I mean, flannel weather. Is, I, l- I it, love Hidden River. Don't get me
0: wrong, but I think in terms of like. Just the consistency.
2: Yeah, Do you, guys,
3: I put, you guys know the lineage of the of the owner of New Trail? Yeah, all? so he came from tired hands. I heard, Is that and that he. I think he also was at uh, Trillium
0: too. Oh, really? So I yeah. heard. I heard he's been kind of a journeyman. So I heard. I heard. Um, tired hands from a uh, beer distributor that I go through. Um, he kind of told me about that. And I also heard the rumor about Trillium, but I did not have a confirmation on that. I, I knew for a fact that tired hands was involved because of their stout, because they have a similar stout recipe to tired hands.
2: So, uh, so you know, if, if you follow along with our podcast, you know, uh, <laughs> New Trail is a number one for me it's number one. That's like the best brewery in Pennsylvania for me. Any one? Day one. Uh I would say in the area, uh, I would say that Hidden River's doing the best IPAs in this area.
0: Yeah, I would say within about the uh what the fifteen, twenty mile radius. So. Yeah, they've
3: gotten they've gotten very, very good. Yeah. The, guy, the guy honed his stuff in really well.
2: Um yeah, they're. I mean, they're doing real cool stuff there, and they're just putting out consistently good double yeah. imperial, you know, hazy. They they they're if you if if you're all sold on the the haze craze, Hidden River is the place to go. Um, but uh, you know, as as far as this goes, this is supremely enjoyable. Um, I had it at a four five. I'm gonna I'm gonna bump it up to uh, four seven five with Dan. Four seven five. All right. We're doing four seven five for this guy. Mm-hmm.
3: Unfortunately,
0: I, think it, I did
3: I, really good. I didn't make a. You, I didn't make an untap for this yet. Well, we're gonna be the first two votes when you yeah. say, "Hey, I put it." I up. will let you guys know once I. Will, I will get it up by tomorrow, and I will shoot you guys a test. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like it, it, this is what I'm looking for in an IPA: is that like that nice, a nice uh, bitterness, but it, a nice evened out with that citrusy flavor. Mm-hmm. It's what like the, like the, the, my first IPA, uh, love was grapefruit sculpin. And yeah. the reason I love that was because it was, it was, yeah, it was getting that, you were getting the bitterness and you were getting a, that bitterness cut down by the grapefruit, the, the citrusy of the grapefruit. And because all that, like before that, all those IPAs that I had were just, it was cat piss. You know, it was just like a bitter pine taste. Yeah, everything. bitter, yeah. overly piney. You were, you were getting like the the ones that were like pumped out in volume, like Sierra Nevada, like that kind of stuff.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm as much as I am a history nerd for American history. I I dove into craft beer history a little bit when I first got involved with it, and the biggest the biggest thing was when IPAs came out. It was how bitter could I make my beer? Because that was like even for a craft brewer, a craft beer drinker, it was how can I tolerate this bitterness? Yeah. And, it's, and like dog and fish it's,
0: 60 minute, yeah. 90 minute, yeah. 120 minute. Yeah.
3: And it's 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 evolved. It's no longer how bitter, it's more how juice, how juicy can I handle at this but point? But exactly. it's like how
0: bitter you can make it, but how much can you cut it with the juice yeah like how much like i can load the same amount of hops i can into a 120 minute ipa but how can i make it more appealing with a little bit of juice in there or something like
3: that well there's um the way they go about it now it's no longer like uh, tw- 120 minute ipas it's the more hops you add on the earlier side of the brewing process versus the latter, latter half so, so it's like on the, the front end of
0: the beer versus like
3: the back end, end. So like the new, the new beers, the new England IPAs that are coming out, it's more heavily hopped on the back end instead of the front end. Okay. So that's like, it's, they're taking advantage of the hop profile of the flavor profile and aroma profile of the hop over the bitterness quality of the hop. (laughs) If that makes sense. Yeah, I get it.
2: Yeah, so let's uh, let's cleanse our palates here of uh, of this IPA before we get into a uh, our little stout action here.
0: <clears throat> uh, is this where I put in my two weeks and I'm I'm officially done with the podcast? Again?
2: <laughs> All right, so Dave, you haven't really tuned into our our podcast. So uh, the way our podcast usually works is we do a, a, a beer segment for half the podcast, and then we watch really awful videos that I bring to the table and try and make everyone uncomfortable. Um, Well,
3: I mean, this is like how my friends and I drink before we had before they had kids. We'd get drunk and watch stupid YouTube videos online.
0: Oh, yeah. So these are um, welcome back to nostalgia. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So I've had this I've had this song stuck in my head for like two weeks now.
0: (laughs) This is fucking awful. Yeah. This is my first fucking of the uh, podcast because I can't sleep. I'm going to blame it on you.
2: No, you'll be able to sleep, but uh, you, you'll be able to, you'll be singing this song for like the next week and a half. Oh. Was, you'll, you'll catch yourself like humming it along. Um, <clears throat> but this is a a little, a little ditty uh, called three second rule by a, a, a beautiful young woman named Lisa Gale. Uh, That's bad. Yeah. So let's, let's get into it here and uh, we'll go along with it. Desi is her producer. How's that sound on your guys' end?
0: Could yeah. be a little louder.
2: Could be a little louder. Hmm.
0: Is this like the beginning of a milf porn? I
2: was- <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: pretty good. <laughs> I don't know why.
2: It's, uh, it's very low, right?
3: It's, this is reminding me of the Friday night girl who sang that, sh- that awful Re- Re- song. Rebecca, yeah.
2: Rebecca Black. Rebecca yes. Black.
3: That's just, this is what it's reminding me of right now.
2: You guys, uh, it, it it sounds a little low to you guys. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah I was going to say it's pretty low. It's also, um, it's pretty low quality. Like, <laughs> like something's going to happen. Like, is she going to get DP'd after? Oh, uh, you're going to hear. You know?
2: uh, oh, no. <laughs> uh um yeah i don't know how to because it, it everything has been sounding very uh
0: i don't want to i don't want to tell you to crank it but <laughs> is it on the interface does it need to be does it need to be higher on the interface
2: yeah i don't know uh i don't know what's going on here um
0: what's the volume on the interface look like
2: uh, good i mean hey, you guys are uh coming in pretty nice
0: are we all coming through the same thing yeah i I thought the computer was coming through a different sound no
2: no you guys are all coming through the same uh interface channel
0: um i I feel like oh she just looks so bad yeah thank you for turning it off that's a big
3: that was a pretty big nose i'll I'll put it plain i
0: was i was waiting for like that like hub title where it's like MILF teaches kids in classroom. Oh, no. MILF teaches teen. Yeah. <laughs> but the teen's like
3: a 28-year-old dude with a massive yeah. yeah.
0: He's like, I got all these tattoos and everything. He's like, I just can't I just can't pass history right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh, what <laughs> Let's see. Oh, man. I'm gonna drink a little Why? coffee here while we get to the next one. I don't know
2: why. I'm, I'm very confused right now as to why, uh, why Lisa Gale is, yeah, man, I, I, a- this is a real bummer because, <laughs> uh, you know, as you know, I take, I take very, uh, very, uh, very much. He a, takes his video, um,
0: his video searching very seriously. I can see that. Yeah. He he wants to find the cringiest thing. And to be honest, I almost left the podcast last week because of his videos. So I feel like this is a great, this is a great time to say like, thank God this is happening. (laughs) Um,
3: (laughs) Honestly, man, if you, if you were in the, I've, I've seen some awful videos, like serving in the military, being in the barracks with some of the guys. So yeah, I mean, they put on for fun is is eye opening. I'll put it that way.
0: I feel like this would be a good time to promote our YouTube channel because if you want to see some of the awful videos that Tom has been bringing to this podcast, I mean we we rate and review a lot of great beer, but if you want to see some of the cringiest videos you've ever seen, um, go check us out. It's uh, best best friends, best best friends pod. Just like everything else, it's best, best, best friend, best, best friends pod. I almost put another one every time I want to say it. I want to put three bests in there.
3: <laughs> it's an even it's an even three.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I mean, our YouTube that, channel has a lot of good segments.
2: Here's the thing i I, I, I don't know why it's so low.
0: I, um, you know what? It, it might be a it might be just might be a blessing in disguise. Might be a blessing in disguise. Yeah. It's probably just telling us right now that Pedro's hot chocolate needs to come into place right now. <laughs> this might be the best episode for me <laughs> ever. <laughs> I'm so disappointed right
2: now. I don't know why. That is, uh... I just
0: want to thank you, Dave, for having <laughs> another beer for us to try. Oh, because right. <laughs> You have stopped the cringe for one full episode and I could yeah. not happier
2: right now yeah it's a man this sucks i don't know why
0: how sad this is how sad i was when he showed me a squirt video last episode
2: all right yeah i'm just like why is that coming in so low um yeah well uh i mean i i guess we could like everything is coming in low except you guys which is weird um it's because we're amazing yeah um yeah. Do you guys want to, you want to get into Pedro's hot chocolate?
0: I want to talk about this beer because, um, right before, or right, I guess before we started recording at the end of the break, when we start talking about this, um, you shared the untapped for this, uh, beer, Pedro's hot chocolate, which I'm really surprised that Volstead is on untapped now. So this is pretty freaking cool.
3: Homebrew, you, can put, you can on. put homebrew, Breweries on there that's the nice thing about it
0: Ah, uh, dude my, is it is that the can artwork your picture is the can you actually made a can for this
3: or is that a bottle? um we made the label bottle. for it i made the label for it the up uh that it, the qr code actually yeah. works i'm printing out a label it does work oh it's so awesome uh this is a
0: this is a great um beer so I guess let's talk about it. I'm going to, I'm going to pull up the untapped so we can, I'm actually just going to read the untapped if you don't mind. Go ahead. Steve, because uh, this is right in my wheelhouse here. So we have, well, actually this is more in Tom's wheelhouse. Yeah. This is a, this Used is a stout boy. Used to be. You're a former stouty boy. Former stout boy. So you collaborated with Green Bank
3: Brewery for this one then? Yep, yeah, with was my buddy down the road. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. We do one every year.
0: Okay. So you said this one was pretty low. This clock's in at 8% from what I'm seeing on. Uh, I,
3: I, well, it's, a, it's, if it's eight, I round it up to eight cause it was 7.9 or untapped did it for me.
0: <laughs> Got it. So much more approachable than your typical big beer aged on cocoa nibs, vanilla beans, cinnamon, Ooh, and a Scotch bonnet hot peppers. This delicious beer has a wonderful layered fra- flavor profile. So, Tom, you would say this beer is complex?
2: Yeah when i when I looked at the uh, when I looked at the the description of it, I, I thought you know this might be quite complex. So,
0: this is the I think would be one of the first episodes where I'm actually going to do a beer. I'm going to do another beer post just about Volstead here. So. This is pretty awesome here. Cool. Nice balance of cinnamon, bit of heat to back it up. A perfect beverage to sit back and enjoy by a fire.
3: <clears throat> nice, man. So we only have you only have one vote on this. So uh my friend not, like, most of the beer that my that gets drank, if it's not by me, is by my family, and they don't have untapped, and my buddies who do live an yeah. hour and a half away. I'm so. seeing
0: Tom S.
3: Yeah, he Tom lives S. He lives <laughs> they both live uh, above the Lehigh Valley tunnel, so they're a good good drive. Okay.
0: From. Nice. I mean everybody's got I mean it's got a good average here. I'm uh I'm pretty excited to try this here. Awesome. So uh mm. let's start pouring this guys. Yeah. Next uh homebrew beer here. It's a holiday weekend.
2: It is. Don't know if oh. will work tomorrow.
0: Oh, I love when a stout pours out like motor oil. So I said so we were doing 12 ounce bottles. So I was looking for 12 ounces. So I did a little stemless wine glass for this one.
3: Smart choice.
0: Ooh. Yeah. A little bit of booziness on the nose there. Yeah. So I want to go back and talk about... Scotch bonnet hot pepper
3: So my buddies My buddy and I wanted to do um Habanero which was I think Was what they use But the local and we wanted to go with a local Guy Yeah, he didn't have any So we tried to find Something Similar to it And he said I have this scotch bonnet Which is a tiny tiny Like orange pepper Like a habanero yeah, but it's and habanero is like yeah, no, you know what? Exactly like habanero, now that I think about it. And so we use that and he said, Oh, go on the low go on the lower end of the addition for the pepper. You don't want too much because it could be overpowering. So I only put like a quarter, not even a quarter, very small amount. So the heat isn't there where I wanted it to be, but if you as you drink it, you're gonna feel the 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 spiciness coat your tongue as you drink it.
0: Yes. So there's like a tingle to it. Um, I did like a light sip, like heavier sip to kind of go through it. I definitely get that. So that's what makes it a Mexican chocolate stout. That is no, the addition did, of
3: like the spice, the cinnamon too. a uh, cinnamon. Yeah. So definitely that I had, I think what really made me want to do one of these, I had a Mexican coffee and it's has just cinnamon in it. And I, and I love the taste of the Mexican coffee. Yeah, This is a redeeming stout for the podcast, I would say.
2: I was just going to ask if and you just if, if you just dumped a bunch of abuelita uh, Mexican <laughs> chocolate in the uh, in in the back.
3: No, we. Um, I bought I think a pound of cocoa nibs. I gave a half pound of my buddy, and I kept the other half, and we split it up. And we he added what he thought he needed, and I added what I wanted to add into it. And then we used a little bit of uh, lactose sugar, so it's unfermentable sugar. Yep. To help give it some body, that's the milk style to it, it right? Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah. That is Man. the body of it. Is it's enjoyable. Um, I, I'm getting a spice to it only because, like, I've, we mentioned earlier in the podcast? Been drinking a few beers lately in the last couple months. Again, a little acid reflux. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can feel the spiciness right here. I'm like. That's hitting the old reflux, but man, is it enjoyable?
2: Thank you. Man, I really get that like that Mexican chocolate flavor.
0: The cinnamon, and then like just a hint. Like a bitter,
2: a a bitter chocolate. And it's really followed by that cinnamon.
0: Yeah. I know what you're talking about. You wanted that spice to be a little bit like a little bit more pronounced. And I get it, but like this is enjoyable. Like, as is, like, as it's sitting here. Like, sure, it could take a little bit of spice, but like right now it's like, with the cinnamon, the cinnamon really helps to like bring out a little bit of more zing to the back end.
2: Yeah. A little bit more zing. Oh,
0: a little bit more <laughs> <laughs> Um, Man. A little razzle dazzle.
2: Yeah, I'm really getting that. Uh, yeah. It tastes like a Mexican coffee. Yeah.
3: It's kind of how I was kind of looking to do it.
0: Tom, this is the best three bear episode we've had since the other yeah, half. Yeah,
2: every single style is just nailed. Man. God damn. Yeah, I was... Um, I, it, maybe maybe it was that Lamonte episode kind of seared me away from being a stouty boy, but... Uh, this is steering you right back into it, right? This is what I'm looking for in a style, man. It's this is like, like
0: this is like Paul Walker style, just steering you right back into the bridge embutment. <laughs>
2: Come on, I, I had
0: go. to make another joke. I mean, you made the Ryan Dunn joke yeah. earlier.
2: All right. Well, we're <laughs> we're all we're steering into this all together. Um,
0: Tom, can you cut in a Wiz Khalifa song at the end of my joke? Just so it comes in? Just like the end of Fast and the Furious?
2: <laughs> I have never watched a single second of a single Fast and the fury. so I have no idea what you're talking
3: well, about. You're you're missing out, then. I'm sorry. I've only, only ever seen the first two, and that's not saying it proudly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I make Tokyo Drift jokes, but that's just because of the stupid ass name of the movie. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, let's go back to the beer. <laughs> sorry, yeah, I, I mean, digress.
2: <laughs> as far as what I'm looking for in stouts, this is uh, it's,
0: it's I'm it hits a crush, like,
2: man. Thank you.
0: Yeah. I mean, I have, I am impressed by what you've brought to the table for this. So, as our first home brewer, um, I'm not Jesus. a, um, knocked I'm, it out of the park.
2: Yeah. I, I'm not a huge, uh, I'm not, I'm not a, as far as like chocolate goes, I'm definitely more like, a, like an 85, 90% dark chocolate kind of guy. Like, I like better the bitter, better. Yeah. Yeah. Bitter the better. The same. I'm kind of in the same boat. And, yeah. And this is, Right along those lines. It, it, it's not like uh, the big like, you know, milk stouts are the big thing as far as stouts go right now. You know, you want that yeah. dessert, dessert stout. You want the lactose sugar. You know.
0: And you get that with the mouthfeel on this because it coats you with the lactose. Yeah. And I think that helps to kind of transport the spiciness and the cinnamon to the back of the palate.
3: Yeah. For me, like I have a big sweet tooth. I love candy. I love chocolate. I love Pie. But when it comes to my beer, I don't want it sweet. I think you Same. have. I think you have to find it, this. How I approach New England IPAs, how I approach stouts. When it comes to this type of thing, you have a good bitter profile. I want. I want a balance. If I can get a perfect balance of the yeah. sweet in the bitter, I think it, it gives a chance for everything to kind of shine and play well together.
0: Yeah, I think I think you're really kind of hitting that having the bitter. And that's what I look for in beers, too, because as a uh, as a whiskey drinker, I like that bite at the end, like the oakiness of like yeah. a good scotch or like just that bite of like a like a Kentucky rye or something like that. That's what I like about my liquor, and when I look at my beers, I I start doing the same thing. That's why I got into IPAs. That's why I got into barrel aged stouts. And when I got a like something that has a good bite at the end, like makes drinking like liquor or beer more enjoyable for me.
2: That yeah, I mean, yeah. Um,
0: oh, man, it, it just. I can't wait to rate this after the, uh, after the show, I, I'm actually, I'm actually really disappointed. I didn't take a picture of it before I started drinking it because I want to get a good, uh, a good picture of it.
2: So
3: I'm oh, going to give this to Tom. To Tom to I have a, a case it. left in. I can definitely hook you guys up with a couple more bottles. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going got- to,
2: I'm going to need a couple more of these, <laughs> man. I don't know what to do. Like I'm, I'm like lost. Uh, are you, are you trying to think of a
0: rating right now?
2: No, I'm trying to figure out how to get my Lisa Gale, uh, video to work. <laughs> and it, it's just, it, it's making my heart hurt. Uh, this is like,
0: it's like the tables have turned at the end of this podcast where like I was just completely like, yeah, the spirit left my body at the end of last week's podcast because of the amount of absurdity that you presented at the end of it. <laughs> and now that we are just like beer heavy, I'm just like over here. Like, yeah,
2: I, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to exit <laughs> out of this. I'm going to, I'm going to go back to the well and figure out what's going on with this. But, uh,
0: um, <clears throat> Let's talk about this beer because it yeah, this is, is, a, spectacular. This is a beer
2: episode. Um, and, and I think this was a good, good one to do a solid beer episode with. Because so we had three ba- beers that really nailed it. Um, yeah,
0: I was going to say, they nailed it in their style 100%. Like, we had a beer that's established to start, and we have a guy who's did we, just... Did we,
2: hold on. Did we lose Dave? Did
0: we lose Dave? Mm-hmm. Uh, we might have lost Dave, but yeah. I, I'm just going to keep talking until he gets back into it because he'll probably just dial in. So, we had a beer first that was well-established, Locust Lane. Yeah. Their brewery. They, Are they I,
2: I I don't even know if I would call them well-established because I didn't really, I know. would say
0: if I would say if they're canning, Oh, Dave's coming in. I do not know what happened. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's all right, good, man. Yeah, you're all good. We were just talking that we've had three beers tonight that I think in their respective styles, have pretty much nailed it. So you've got Locust Lane. I would say I would consider them established. If yeah. you're canning and you're distributing in the area. I would consider you an established brewery. Absolutely. And then, I mean, we've got essentially, I mean, Bolstead is basically like, I would say like chucking a truck. Like you're just making this in your, what, the unfinished side of your basement? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And you, you're nailing it. Like I would, I would help you distribute this. Like if you, if you were to say like, if you were to text me tomorrow and just be like, Hey, I've got, I've got like six cases, cases of this. I need to get it out there. I'm going to start like promoting and like, like a drop, like a can release for you for this in a second. Like the stout was amazing. The hazy IPA, which just, it hit every note that I look
2: for. Dan's I not mean, even a stouty boy. At all. I'm
0: not a stout. I mean, I'm not, a stout, I'm a stouty boy around Christmas when it's a bourbon barrel. That's usually I what I get too. Yeah. Like when, when it's got that whiskey flavor to it, I love it. Like this is bitter enough where I'm like, the bitter becomes almost like an oakiness to me where I get like that. I get that bitterness to it. I know you're yeah. sharing it. You're sharing it with the wifey right now. You texted her, didn't you? <laughs> I did. Um, <laughs> you're like, you got to try this stout, girl.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> she, <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I, I, I texted her and she said, uh, I told her to come over and, and, uh, so said hi. I will, uh, um, I, t- I texted her and said, you know, come try this. And she was like, well, no, you know, I I'm all right. Cause she's in bed already. And, uh, and then she texted me back. She was like, unless it's really good. <laughs> I texted her, I was <laughs> like, eh, mm, it's really good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to need, if you have any more of those greens, I'm going to like, maybe like. Maybe one or two more bottles of that.
3: <laughs> I can hook, the, I can hook that up. I still have like three quarters of a keg left. So.
0: All right. Well, we'll, we'll I'll text you after this. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah I mean,
2: <laughs> man, we, do, we rarely do like uh like strictly beer episodes anymore, but I think this was a good one to do because, uh, man, you crush these beers. Yeah. Thank, you, thank you we're just gushing
0: over here about you
2: <laughs> i and i you know i I'll, i i call it like i see it
0: uh yeah you know. i mean
2: tom is more
0: tom is like straightforward he's the guy who will tell you to your face that your beer sucks yeah
2: oh yeah if it sucked I dick i would it. tell you yeah. it's suck dick but you know this is Man, this I'm is, the
0: one who will tell you on a podcast the the next week that your delivery system sucks because your online fucking website is terrible. Yeah,
2: man, it really <laughs> sometimes it just really imprints you with a uh, a a, yeah. a bit like it, it leaves
0: a negative imprint on your mind and all you can do is just smugee sorry, squeegee it away.
2: Yeah, <laughs> some so, yeah, sometimes it just leaves a, a real thick smugee of a, a of a hatred for it.
0: Yeah. And sometimes they won't let you rate their beers or give them a
2: chance, but you know, yeah. Strawberry butthole swirl. Um, so, um, man, I'm, I'm definitely going to get more of this, uh, this stout because I'm putting
0: it in an order tomorrow. I'm I'm waking up tomorrow. I'll be like, Dave, I know it's 6am, but I'm awake.
2: Yeah. I don't even I, 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 I really, I, I really don't know what to say about it. Like, uh, you know it, 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 if your beer if your beer was you know a, a three I would tell you you know it, it, it's a three I like it I don't love it but god damn this is uh, I could drink this all night
0: Tom I'm gonna let you rate this one first as a uh, former statty boy
2: so my my standard you know, are you peeing I got it
1: <laughs> as a podcast, first guys, Stop.
2: I love it. Um, so he uh, yeah, beer while he pisses. Yeah, as I'm rating your beer. So my my standard for a stout, like my go to stout, if I'm giving it like a perfect score, my perfect score is is Old Rasputin. Like that's my that's that that, that is to me that's a perfect stout. I can't tell yeah. if he's nodding or shaking. Um, I'm listening giving it a shake It's like um man i i would give this a solid four seven how did
0: i not hear that
2: yeah it was the most silent piss ever
0: i know you have the best microphone on that laptop i'm like god i hope i hear this because i'm gonna pull this video i was like this is the video i'm pulling as we fucking rate his stout he's pissing
3: this is is definitely not
2: my proudest moment (laughs) no one will right. ever know fact, but uh, yeah. yeah so uh Four seven five. uh you described it as a mexican stout i'm starting to get that spiciness from it it's very right light. at the tail end like right at, like i'm getting like i'm getting it in the back of my throat it's
0: just staying on my yeah.
2: palate yeah back of my throat and i'm it, it's not in it, it's not an unpleasant spiciness it's like yeah
0: exactly it's just pleasant i'm just enjoying it it's just a
2: very 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 subtle um uh, i'm familiar with the scotch bonnet and it's it could be overpowering but you did it in just the the perfect amount yeah four seven five man i thank you this is a, a fantastic really 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 good well executed stout Thank you.
0: Yeah. You did a good job. Yeah. I'm going to go 475 with it. I mean, I was, I was going with it again. I'm like, God damn, we're just going to do 475 across the board. Volstead brewery.
2: Yeah. Volstead a- brewery guys. Come on, come on. This is a
0: 475
2: brewery. Right this here. is a dude I mean, Your
0: artwork for this one, Pedro's hot chocolate. I mean, let's, let's talk about the, let's talk about the artwork here.
3: That was that I got to I got to give my friend's buddy a, um, props for this i kind of gave him a direction to take it cuz he's a uh, graphic designer and i wanted to do something for it cuz we were th- i was going to label every single one of these every bottle but uh, staples wasn't having it <laughs> so cuz <'cause>, i mean <laughs> look you, how, office Max. <laughs> look look how dark i mean the labels pretty much all black yeah and they're like yeah the guys that. yeah the guy, I asked the guy, I asked the, the one employee, and like your printers aren't printing what I want. He goes, "Oh yeah, if if we printed every single label you wanted, we'd you'd break our printer." It's pretty much what they told us. So I just had to stop. But every I love the label. The idea was to label everything, and I didn't get a chance to, unfortunately.
2: So here's the thing: it's like I came into this episode like. You know, I didn't want to be you know you're obviously you you go back with us uh and i i didn't want it to come off like oh you know we're just you know we're we're gassing our friend up but it's not like if 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 this was a if this was like a three three and a half beer i would call it like that Eh? and it's not it's both of these beers were just
0: spectacular yeah
2: just nailed it man it I can't, I I honestly, I can't say enough good things about this. Like it was when it, when I saw like it was a Mexican style style with like that, I'm getting everything out of it. Like that dark yeah. Mexican chocolate, the cinnamon tones of it. Uh, I'm getting like that spice on the back end and, and it's just Everything about this is really, really good.
0: Every sip is just enjoyable.
2: Yeah. It's not like it's not super creamy like a dessert stout. Like I, I don't I wouldn't call it a dessert stout. Um, now,
0: it's got that mouthfeel of a good milk stout. Yeah. like and
2: that's and that's something that my wife has really hated about me since I, I, I started doing this podcast. Is I've really <laughs> really been talking about mouthfeels. Yeah, and- <laughs> this is what
0: this is what my wife hates about you about this podcast. She's like, why does Top keep using mouthfeel? <laughs> <No>, it's
2: important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got a great mouthfeel. Um uh, yeah, I, I always talk about like I, I go back I to- never
0: tried to talk about it, but after having this beer, like Cause I'm not a stout person like with mouthfeel for an IPA is almost kind of like uniform across the board Yeah. with this. It's like you want the coating because it gives the bitter chocolate and the pepper more of a, uh, a pleasant experience the entire way through this 12 ounces. So spectacular. Yeah. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Yeah. You're doing God's work, Dave. Uh, (laughs) It's it's just, it's really good across the board. Uh, I, I mean, I, I I look forward to trying more of your beers now. Um, yeah. Uh, so I, I, again, I know I dropped off beers for you, so I know where you live. So I'll be knocking on your door. Uh, just like, Hey, what do you got now, man? Um, (laughs) (laughs) let me know what you have. (laughs) You got more of that Mexican, the Mexican style, man. (laughs) I got these cheeseburgers, man. (laughs) (laughs) No, this was really eyes good. And, like, your eyes. Um, <laughs> um, I like that little Terry Cruz reference. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're uh, we're we're a little over two hours. You know, we went a little over what we what we said. Uh, we I think you did a good job. Though. Yeah. Yeah. We're 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 making a change to our podcast. We're 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 making a little more palatable. Uh, just yeah, like we the years of experience from Dave. <laughs> um. So. Um before we wrap up, uh a couple things real quick. Uh one, uh we want to make sure that you guys know uh if if you have contact with Sydney Crawford. She liked our podcast. She Dave, did. if she you didn't like, know if if you didn't know uh, I heard about this already. Yeah, Sydney Crawford I liked. Have you seen the rumor? Yeah. <laughs> So we're trying to get, uh, uh, Cindy to come on. I feel like the, I, I, feel, like I this feel like
0: this episode is going to help because after the squirt episode, I feel like all hope was lost. <laughs> uh, well, so because I was like,
2: ah. say, I was going to say that, uh, I, I feel like the Mexican chocolate, uh, stout is more of a Cindy Crawford beer. Yeah. Being, like, be, being, living in like living
0: in LA be held by Cindy Crawford much like this.
2: Um, so, you know, if you're oh, Pepsi. yeah, if you, if you have any kind of contact with Cindy, uh, let her know, I'm still trying to get her on the podcast. Uh, I mean, she may have tried to reach out to us in the wrong way. I don't, I don't know. I, it might be one of those. She might be one of those calls that I get for my, my car's extended warranty. Um, <laughs> cause I get like four or five of those a day. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, Cindy Crawford. Come on. We'll talk. We'll talk beer even if we don't. If you want to talk Rosé, I'll talk Rosé. Whatever.
0: Like I said, I'll I'll bring up a fucking cider. I don't care.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell yeah. We haven't had a cider, which, you know, Dave. I mean, we're and, going
0: into our summer series, my friend.
2: Dave, if you want to brew up a cider, we'll love uh, it. Yo, if yeah, you brew if you up us, what Just
0: keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah.
2: You nah. do you, bro. Because yeah. you're you're crushing it. Um so you can uh you can uh ah, yeah, I am all lost, man. This this beer's got me all all tied up. Um our, you want our, me to take over for this? You good? I, I, yeah. I don't know, man. Uh like this beer has got me all like I'm all cloudy minded now. Cause this is goddamn. I just want to keep, I, I just want right. to
0: stuff your nose in this because I'm yeah. going to kind of talk about this podcast a little bit. Um, boy. We want, <laughs> we want you guys to subscribe, rate and review our podcast um, on all your podcast platforms. Um, help us make the show better. Um, you know, tell your friends about the cast Email us. Um, we'll talk about the email in just a second here. Social media is where we really want to take off. So give us a follow like our stuff. Um, Instagram and Facebook is at best best friends pod. That's at best best friends P O D. Awesome. Yeah. But you can also email us suggestions. I mean, hell if you're another, if you're a home brewer, and you're knocking it out of the park, like Dave over here. You know, send us an email. Um, best Best Friends Pod. That's at Best Best Friends Pod. Tom, open up the pit. <laughs> Thank you, Tom.
2: Um, we got this whole plug. goddamn discography on on tap.
0: <laughs> um, Guest plugs, Dave. Um, plug Bolstead for us here.
3: Volstead Brewing. Uh, I'm not used to doing plugs, so forgive me. I think it's just at Volstead Brewing on Instagram. I don't have a Twitter, and it's Volstead yes, Brewing you on do. Facebook. You got,
2: you got a Twitter at, at Volstead Brew. okay. Well, it. Found you. Found you. It barely <laughs> has
3: anything on it, but
2: follow everything you can. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Untapped though. Find them. At, at, Go ahead, Dan. At Volstead Brewery.
2: You got anything else? What do you what do you got in the you got anything in the works that you want to talk about, Dave?
3: Uh well, you know, everybody's been doing that all all together, IPA. Um, and other half put it out. I'm just brewed my own spin on it. It'll be on tap by the end of this coming week. Yo, you texted me? Yeah, texted let
2: me? yeah, let us know because we'll 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 put we'll feature it. Oh I, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll I'll let you guys know. We've talked about a couple altogether stuff. So oh, yeah. Yeah. let us know. Um, Dan, what do you got going on?
0: I've got absolutely nothing, but hopefully after June 5th, when the, uh, I guess, level yellow starts, uh, Grayson's going to be back in the studio for their new EP. We've been, uh, we've been working virtually um, demoing songs and stuff. So if you have Spotify or Apple music, check out Grayson our debut EP from 2013 young professionals is available. Uh, we also have our, um, single after that on bridal enthusiasm, Instagram at Grayson underscore PA and then Facebook at Grayson
2: PA. Yeah, guys, Grayson's pretty good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, uh, we're going to do a uh, second episode of it stinks at some point. Uh, yeah
0: we gotta do that yeah
2: it's all about getting it's all about logistics man um we need to figure out a day and a time to uh man we need to we need to block out like that's like four hours a week we need to block out i know that's like that's
0: like a night
2: so if you're unfamiliar it stinks is uh dan and i's uh uh movie review podcast it's on the same podcast uh channel as this one um where we just we watch a movie shitty movies we, yeah oh yeah they're real bad um and then we review them and uh and we give you like an hour it's just content content for you i was gonna consume. say
0: dude i'm off this wednesday so tuesday night if you want to get into this i'm just going to throw it out there
2: just going to throw it yeah i'm not mad at that i'll I'll, i I could possibly get down on that um so yeah look forward to that uh dan and i may be touching tips at some point soon
0: i hope so that's how we keep a six foot distance between each other yeah because when we touch tips it's three feet on each side and we just keep it we're, we're far away now well
2: i mean it's four feet on my side two feet on dan's side but we keep six feet um so uh dave uh man
0: just keep, I, I think there's no level of appreciation we could no, actually express it honestly podcast. no
2: if it was if it was bad beer i would tell you it was bad beer and i can't i really can't stress that enough I, yeah i'd be it wouldn't bring me nothing but joy to tell me tell you to your face that your beer stinks but God damn. Is this beer good? I've, I've, I've
3: made some shitty beer and maybe I'll, maybe I'll send a shitty beer your way at some point. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll have an, it stinks. Dave Mitchell style. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, uh, check out Volstead brew. Um, check out their on tap. Uh, his, I can't wait to promote Instagram.
0: this. This is like, I'm making this a mission out of our podcast to promote the shit out of this right yeah. now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out to a couple of our, our, uh, our, our, our connections. Um, I, I feel like both of these beers, I, I feel like our our scissor judge would really enjoy, and yeah. would possibly we get, feature. We gotta Ed,
0: get you up, Redding. Yeah,
2: yeah, man. Uh, if you could do a keg, I it make think, something. Yeah, I, I, I think you could get a uh, you get some traction there.
0: Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk. But yeah, awesome. man, it,
2: it, it, it's very much appreciated for you to come on and, uh, and to give us this delicious, delicious beer. Man, uh, thank
3: you very much for thinking of me to bring, to bring me on, man. This was a lot of fun to talk with you guys.
2: Yeah. It, it's great to have, a uh, someone who's like not really in the industry, but kind of at the below the nano level, it, it, it's just like
0: underground. Yeah.
2: Yeah, man. The, the homebrewers, I feel like, uh, give a, a, a certain knowledge that some of the, the bigger guys can't give. Um, so we really appreciate you, man. Uh, it, beers, again, knocked it out of the park. Um, yeah, great beer episode. So hopefully uh, everyone that listened enjoyed uh, as much as we did uh, because it, it was thoroughly enjoyed on, on my my part. Dan, um, I, I, I wish I could talk for you, but I, I, I'm pretty sure I can that you uh, really enjoyed this stuff.
0: Oh, I've had a blast over here. To be honest, I'm so glad it's a holiday weekend and I don't have to I don't have to wake up for anything tomorrow.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go. Like a take, yeah, I'm going to go take a shower and pee in the shower. Um, <laughs> so that a boy. Yeah. Uh, so, Dave, you got anything else for us?
3: Uh, Not much. You just enjoy tomorrow. Remember what the holiday is actually about. It's not just about barbecuing. Make sure you take some time to remember those who paid the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. That's a man who does. He
0: does serve. Thank you.
2: Yep. Um, And also remember that uh, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, guys. (laughs) I love it.
4: pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan in time. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two By two bros. So, crack a beer and laugh at some videos. Uh uh uh, uh videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Hang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggolay, yeah. A cluggolay. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both. So it's so hard for me Best best friends pod Hosted by Dan and Tom Simi me coffers a fan How could you go wrong? So many pods out there Were it good ones for me Epstein is still alive And listen to best best
1: friends pod